what are the most common issues that you are finding that are men are facing? It's it's um, access to children. That's that's the biggest one that really drives men, like just not being able to see your your children. Mandate. What's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of Mandate. This is season two, episode two, where we talk about anything and everything. Nothing is off the table. Our heart is that these conversations will help redefine who we are as people, unlock our true potential, and also take charge of our lives. So um, we are honoured to have a special guest this evening. Um, before we introduce him, uh, we just want to honour you, brother, for being here this evening. And just remember, this is the, just a talanoa between brothers. And fun fact, our brother here is Lars Salian. And Ooh. so um, we're just going to open up. Oh, yeah. <coughs> open up with uh, St. John Baptist de La Salle. Pray for us. Live Jesus in our hearts. Forever. Amen. Let's give it up for PJ! Sapuso, so man, thanks thanks for being here this evening. Um, just for our viewers, it'll be awesome. Just, you know, just introduce who you are um, and yeah, what you do and we'll go from there, brother. Uh, my name's Peter Josephs. Uh, everyone knows me as PJ. Um, I teach kids how to bounce a ball practically in, in the short form. I coach basketball um, and I work in uh, men's mental health space as well, mm. among other things. Mean. That's mean. Mm. Um, and just before we sort of unpack some of the stuff you do, um, I got a burning question because it's trending, brother. I just want to know your thoughts, man. Um, if you were Will Smith, mm. would you have bowled Chris Brown? Oh, Chris Brown. <laughs> Yeah, Chris Brown, Chris yeah. Rock, Chris Rock. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard, to be honest, like, yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, mm. nah, yeah, nah, no, nah, not really, not yeah. in that situation. Like, mm. uh, private situation, you know, it's a different yeah. thing. But yeah, nah, I wouldn't have done that. Not, not, not on that platform, bro. That's there's so much talk around it. I don't know how to feel about it. Have you seen the peak? <laughs> I saw, I saw it, but yeah, no, that's um. That's some crazy stuff. I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh, this is Illuminati stuff. <laughs> I, don't know, I actually thought it was, actually thought it was stage, man. Like, what's going on here, man? Yeah, why is he sticking his chin out? All these things. Like, all these yeah, questions that I've been asking yeah. myself, you know. But, you know, we yeah. don't go down those rabbit holes, bro, because <laughs> we get trapped. We get trapped. You end up down in Wellington and stuff. <laughs> but hey, um, awesome, PJ. Thank you for coming on the show, also. Um, and so, really, just what I really want to touch base on just. Because you're one of the founders of Kiwi Daddies. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if too many people know um, that, that that you're one of the founders of also. But um, in terms of Kiwi Daddies, can you tell us a little bit about a little bit more how they kind of eventuated and how it all got started and how you uh, got to be part of the the founding team? Got entangled in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we used to work, right? Hey, hey, hey. But um, no, it 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 actually was pretty fast and hard. Like it was it was kind of an idea chucked out by the actual founders, which were Joseph Kalolo. Uh, ex Lasallian boy from from my year and his friend uh, Tyrone Matoka down in from Cronulla. So those two actually started it. But pretty pretty much on the inception of it, I was given a message by Jojo to ask if I could jump on and help with content because that's kind of what I was been as what I was doing. Um, and from that point on, I kind of saw the co of it all. I saw how 
it sort of was eventuated. It was really, really fast because we had 10, when I jumped on, we had 10 members. And then within one week, we had like, it was 10,000. And then it went to 20, 30, real quick. Like within three or four weeks, we're at around 50K, 40 to 50K members, you know, Um, real fast. So what I believe drove it though, wasn't us or anything like that. It was just actually the organic talk that was happening because I think at the time, um, there was no man up. There was no none of these types of groups. It was kind of a very new, uh, uh, a, a new thing to sort of for mm-hmm. men to open up, you know. Um, and I thought when I sort of looked at what was going on, I saw the importance of it. Like I saw the importance, and I thought, you know, when you look at social media in general, um, the anonymity of, of of it all can be negative. Like people use it to be nasty to other people. You know what I mean? Um, whereas I saw on um, on that platform. It was a way the keyboard kind of gave us strength to say some real stuff. And like, because you don't, you're not talking to people, mm. you kind of just, chuck, 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 there you go, right? Mm. And then all of a sudden, you just get all these comments in the comment section of people going, man, I relate to you, blah, blah, blah. These aren't professional people giving advice, it's real people. Yeah. And I think this is where a lot of like the mental health space, when when we opened that up, we realized helping each other was a bigger thing. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, um, like actually helping each other, and and I was I was really changed by it all. Like I think the biggest changes I've had over the years, kind of stemmed from one being a father, but also um, learning how to speak to people kindly. <laughs> we go to La Salle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring up De La Salle, but you know we're going to La De La Salle College. If, yeah. if you've been to that school, if you've sort of uh, engaged with us over those years, um, we're cheeky. You know we're cheeky, and we don't really know how to speak without a. Uh, you know, without that cheeky, without a mock, without mm. some ch- chucking out something derogatory, um, that was really foreign to me. Like speaking kindly, like just yeah. being nice, like you know, um, without just something side. And and I mean, even that's in like New Zealand culture, like men's culture, it's that macho mm. thing where we ain't gonna talk. We're, we will talk when we're drunk, though. Yeah. You know. Mm. So this was the thing. Was I was like, I saw real talk happening, wow. and and for me. Because, you know, at that time I was only really on social media for a couple of years. I, I, didn't like the, I didn't like it. Like at first I, it took me ages to jump on. And then when I did, I saw it was ugly. And I, it's, it's why, you know, when I saw it, I was like, ah, this is ugly, man. I don't want to be here. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be yeah, talking yeah. like this. Um, but then when I saw that, that kind of opened my mind. I was like, man, I'm going to – and so I've stuck to it ever since. Like, you know, like I just – we've kept it organic. We've, like we created a charitable trust. And there was a, there was a board at one time. Um, and people were moving in spaces and a lot of men were moving. But um, I just, man, I just said, nah, let's just keep rolling forward. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just roll yeah, it, keep yeah. it organic because it works. And yeah. if it works, then why change it? Um, do we need money? No. Um, because it works without it. If I brought it in, there might be problems. Like, you yeah. know, I, I, I don't know. But that's just where we're at with KDs. And KDs is a big men's health group. Um, it's, it started a lot of these, like, with man up. We saw it come afterwards. Because people saw the value in it, like mm. really, really, and I, and you know, with those other programs, man, I, I always support everybody trying to do the right thing, like you know, for the right yeah. reason. There's this, yeah. you know, if you got the real intent of trying to help people, then I support you regardless, like of, because I, I feel that's kind of this, I've experienced a little bit is just a bit of competition when yeah, we're all yeah, trying to work yeah, towards yeah, the same yeah, territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, what for though? We're all yeah, working towards yeah. the same goal. What we that's say we good. Are. You know what I mean? We yeah, that's good. Uh. So yeah, with KDs, like Kiwi Daddies, yeah, man, we're at like 60, 62,000 members right now. So. Um, it drops up and down, but you know, it's still the same. Uh, yeah. Men, uh, if you got an issue, if you got an issue with the wife, you got an issue with your kids, uh, issue with anything, you want to just let out some, some steam some if steam, you just want to talk. 
Um, we got anonymous posting, so you just post anonymously, um, so that you can just be free. Because you know, it's it is the internet. Like yeah. people feel it was super safe, and then we yeah. found that you know there were people <laughs> infiltrating. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. uh, mum's mum's getting in there. Oh, the Bro. joint accounts. You guys wow. have joint accounts. Wow. Get your own page. Wow, man, we got sneaky. Uh, we, got, we got some sneaky woman in there. Like you know, they they come in. Um, Come in on the on the men's account. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, this guy's as the as the husband. <laughs> yeah. Man, honestly, I, I've I've had private messages of um of men just going, man, you need a my life's ruined, like you know what I mean, like wow. someone snitched, blah blah blah, and so it's important, like it's important to put yourself out there, like to allow them to put yourself out there, but they still have to be uh, to be safe, man. Yeah, yeah, that's um, good. So yeah, we try and encourage that. Yeah, and I totally agree, hundred percent, man. What you're saying, PJ. But I'm just wondering. You, you said you got some private messages from a few other men. I don't know if some from some of the ladies as well. But just wondering, how, how do you how do you deal with that? Because if you get some, you must get some real, a lot. yeah, some real kind of horrific stories and some yeah, people kind of like man, real desperate and. You do, and I think you just take a base by uh, like it's a, a case by case basis. Like you don't don't let it overload you. Like mm. you know what I mean? Because it can get overloading. Like two o'clock in the morning. In a message, or like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself. I need to wow. post up stuff like that. I'm like, bro, like I always have to point them towards professional services or at all times. Um, I say, write it up, please. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't leave it. Like, mm. if you see that, like, if I didn't see it, then cool. But if I saw it, then I can't sleep. Like, that's no, you know, that's not. That's uh, that's the service that I said I'm gonna do. So that's the service we gotta give. Right? It's cool, man. Mm. How, man. Before I get to a self care question, like, how heavy does that? Um, you know how heavy is that for you? Is that is it a burden at times when you get oh, those type of messages, or is it absolutely, absolutely? Yeah. Because you're taking um, at times, bro. Like it can be a wave of negativity, a week mm, of it, like a yeah. week of just dudes like you get anti, like just dudes who are angry because they can't see their their, their children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then just you know they're bombarding you with uh, I need to post this up about mm. women and like being derogatory towards women in general. And I'm just like, bro, that's not gonna play man that's not the way to do it like you know so you try and take it all in but hey ultimately i gotta once i feel that i've done what i what i can do then that's all i can do like and then that's where i've kind of that's allowed me to stay sane cool and in ways you know to keep my sanity man because for real like it it can weigh on you and like i can get grumpy and stuff at my own family like you know (laughs) um just by doing those things but yeah you you just got to case by case and then once you've done what all you think you can do Mm. You gotta let it to the wind. Like you gotta let it go. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting because yeah, you might get a, a lot of those messages or private messages in terms of guys like, "Hey, man, I'm going through some real crap right now. Yeah. Life is hard. I'm struggling. All the hardships, all that kind of stuff." But also at the same time, I, I'm, I can imagine, and you would know this, PJ. It must be very rewarding. It's like, man, you see some guys who are probably in a bad, dark place in their lives, and then you kind of see them. Uh, online saying, hey, I'm doing some good stuff. I'm, you know, I'm yep. coming out of that and I'm, there's light at the, end of, at the end of the tunnel. Yep. So you must get a lot of good um, feedback as well in terms of men who are actually changing and, and doing some good stuff. I think um, I think uh, because it changed me, it's uh, duty now. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, because it yeah, was, yeah. Um, it really changed me. And I, I know that it can change other people. Like it can help. Just knowing that other people were struggling like me. Like that was one of the biggest things I think um, understanding because you don't see everyone puts up a facade on on mm. social media mm. and at times man when I jumped in I was like damn am I not doing I'm not doing that well like you know what I mean like for real you go yeah. man I'm not really doing that well these dudes are living really well um, but then I heard 
nah, I'm struggling. Like, you know, nah, I, I, I buy smokes when I should buy food. Like, you know, cigarettes and things like that. Like, at that time when I was living that way, like, man, I was smoking. I was, I was doing a lot of things where it was kind of like my old life, but I was trying to be a better dad. Like, you know, like, um, so for me, making those changes, I thought I could just do it. I thought I could do it, yeah. but I'm still changing now. So, like, you know, uh, it's it takes a while, bro. And um, I think for me, like, um, with change, it's, it's yeah, trying to share that with the brothers mm. and how it's changed me is the gift I can give them because mm. that's practical, bro. Nice, but that, that's what was given to me. So you wow. have to pass it on, for real. Shot also quite inspired by um, what you've just shared. And, um, man, and I honour you because it's... It's not, it's, um, yeah, we, you can look at it as a burden, but it's a, it's a, a duty and responsibility and mm. just want to honour the work that you do, brother. Um, any any good news stories that really stand out for you through the Kiwi Daddies page? It's probably my one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure, brother. No, no. Well, no, it's, well, my one's the worst one, actually. It's, um, all right, so we'll talk about, Blended families, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, so I've taken that to the next level. Um, so my, my uh, you know, I was, um, I like variety. So I made babies with one lady and then another lady. So I got, you know, you know, I got um, one of those ones. So I got baby mama. And I end up, she's living in my house right now. So we've been living together for about a year and a half. Um, because she, well, just circumstances, you know, circumstances are, because my son was going to come live with me when it was year seven. So I, uh, my son, me and my son, um, I had him like uh, shared care. So he was with me um, in the weekend. So Thursday to Monday. And that's how it was pretty much from when he was born. Like when, because we broke up really early. Um, and when, uh, about two years ago when he was going to come move with me, um, she wasn't in a position, like whatever, I'm not going to put her stuff out there, but she had mm. to come live with us, right? It just worked out that way. Um Trying to talk to my missus about that, that was a mish. Uh, oh. Trying to get it past there, like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole thing. Mm. The whole situation's crazy, but we are doing okay. Like, for real, like, we're doing okay. Um, what I understand is that my kids are super happy, like, both of them. Like, um, you know, not just because, you know, it would have been a transition for him because um, he was living out in Papakura mm. um, with his grandparents as well, so, like, they were helping out a lot. And... Um, so coming out to me full time is different. I'm I'm I'm, I'm different. Like you know, um, I'm a lot different from his mom. So mm. when he came out to me full time, like you know, I had different expectations. As he's he's, he's going to be a man, you know, types of things. And um, for me, it's like all right, um, I wanted to one. If I'm a father, then how? Though man, it, it was hard for me to really get it across my head like because my missus ended up being okay mm. faster than me i was like nah i'm wow, not cool with wow, this wow. like you know what i mean like i'm not cool with this because not just because of the, the the thing i was just i left her for a reason like you know yeah, sorry. Yeah, i left yeah. her for a reason um and yeah, to yeah. live with her um was something confronting for me so once we we're all, now we're on the house and um you know we 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 uh we manage it we manage it it's pretty good it's it's okay like you know what i mean like for me personally i'm like always a little bit funny but um it seems to work and my kids happy so you know out of all the stories my one seems to be the wow, it seems wow. to be a funny one for a lot of people um and i mean you get you get uh yeah you get dudes who are just not understanding or <laughs> oh no you get those dudes but you oh. get, like yeah, you get those yeah. dudes that are like you know they they're just yeah. inappropriate, bro. They got their yeah, minds yeah, in the yeah. oh, yeah. dirty guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, those, like you though, you so you're the real Kiwi daddy. You can. 
Jack is a Jack. We're doing it right there with the. Was that written down? No, no. Oh, sorry. In terms of like how you manage that, like, was there anyone that you sort of spoke to about it or got some advice or sort of had a space <laughs> to like yeah. share? Because everyone told me I'm stupid. So that's yeah. like, you know, cause my, why? Like, you know, my yeah. mom, like, why? Like everybody, why? Yeah. What are you doing? Wow. I was like, um, this is just what's presented to me. Like, you know, this is the, this is what's presented to me. And I either say, nope, you come with me anyway and put her out. Um, but then I'm not doing right by him. That's his, mom, that's his mom, right? Like, you know, and this is one of the things, I guess, when we did split, I made sure whatever differences I have with her should never be, ever be related to him. Like, you know what I mean? That's his mother. I never talk, you never talk trash about no one's mom. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Regardless yeah. of how, whatever I feel. Yeah. Um, and if I'm that dude to my son, then phew, that's not, you know, I don't want to be that dude. Yeah. Like, I don't want him to grow up going, oh, no, dad was saying some wild stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. So I just keep that, yeah, that's not for him. Like, Man. you know, so... Um, but my daughter loves it, bro. Like, and you know, it, it's harmonious, kind of, mm. or for for the situation. That's cool, man. Yeah. man props Respect to you. that, man. Yeah, props yeah. to you. Props to you and your and no, your wife. No, props don't to give me props for this stuff. I'm just no, <laughs> no, 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 stupid. No, 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 think about it. Think about it. I'm thinking about it because you you say you have blended family. Yeah, you yeah you you're with your your missus now, and then you you bring her back into your 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 life and your family because of your son, bro. I'm thinking to myself, a lot of men wouldn't be able to do that. A lot, a lot of, of yeah. girlfriends want to be. A lot, yeah. a lot of, so yeah, you have to wife, put a yeah. ring on that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I still have it. But yeah, you think about it, um, PJ, because look at you. You think about it, like you, especially your miss, your missus. Hell no! But for you to do that, because the whole premise around you doing that wasn't because of oh, maybe you could, but maybe it was with your your, your ex missus. But you were solely focused on your son, and so that's props to you. So okay. because man, some people like, ah, he cares. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. Like mm. I, I, I think if you if you are in a relationship where you are sharing time with your kids, yeah. you have to respect them. Like you wow. have to respect them. Like you know, at all times, like that's show cool. integrity, man. Like don't don't be all good in front and then start mouthing yeah, at the yeah, end because yeah, then that's yeah. the type of person you show you are. Wow. So like for me, I think for him, yeah. Um, man, it was hard, bro. It was yeah. hard. Like yeah, it was yeah, actually yeah. really hard to get over the line. Um, it's been hard to to maintain it. Um, but the there's lots of positives. There's lots of positives. I so I think for you know I think for there's no like for as men we don't have to do extremes mm. like like mm. what I'm doing that's extreme to me. Um, however, you can have a better relationship um, with your with your parents. What, there must have been something there yeah. for the reason why you want to put it in there and make a baby. Like you know what I mean. Like so yeah. you have yeah. to give some sort of you have to have that respect. And I think in general respect for women like yeah. that's one of the bigger things. Um, that I really, that I think, um, because because I see it on Katie's, I see it on Kiwi Daddies. It's just the amount of how much negativity we chuck at our ladies um, or our partners yeah, yeah. In, uh, in general, um, especially after we've been sort of burnt. Like you mm. know, like dudes get pretty nasty, and and, um, and I feel like you know sometimes, man, sometimes you know you get dudes where they're like, oh, I need a trial lawyer, yeah. and take them through the process. They get to court, and finally in front of it and go. So is there anything you want to disclose? And you've been saying, has there been anything you want to disclose the whole time? And they're like, oh yeah, I've done this and this and this to her. And I was like, bro, you, a lot of us have to take ownership of our actions mm, um, yeah. in the breaks up in our breakups. Uh, well, that's, that's what I mean, PJ. You, you like, I don't know how you, I don't know the reasons as to why you split up and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for you to uphold her dignity 
and just be, you know, you, and, and just sharing with your son, like, hey, no, no I don't, I don't want to talk bad about your mom and all that kind of stuff. But for you to, up, to uphold her dignity, even, I don't know, the situation, but man, it takes a man of courage, a man who's just like, man, like a real man, like you say, there's a lot of men out there who just, man, they just blatantly just disrespect, mm-hmm. uh, real disrespectful to, to ladies out there and women out there in general. Um, but I love the way that, you know, before Kiwi Daddies, was this just before Kiwi Daddies, you kind of... I've always been doing. Like always been. Yeah, but well, that, that's, that's what I mean. Like, man, for you to do that, and for and for you to, to kind of that's kind of the core value for of who you are as a man, man, that's that's kudos to you. So, there's a lot of men out there who probably wouldn't in that situation. Like, nah, I don't know. I wanted to do with her. Get out. Uh, yeah, my son. Ah, too bad. That's the way it is. This is my new family now. But for you to do that, bro, that's like, man, that's next level. Let's like, this is this is like PJ here. Like, man, when you do that, it's like, man, as a man. That's like hey, it's cool. good for rent too. It's good for rent. Even higher, even higher. The rental situation We can afford a nicer house just because you know what I mean. Right, that's that's cool, man. Hey, it works out. Like you know what I mean. The the environment's good. It works out, and um, we're setting an example that you know, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that works uh, for the children. Being, you know what I mean. That's cool. Um, being on Kiwi Daddy's been on it for a couple of years now. Seven years. Seven years, me. So over Stunning. the seven years, you would have seen a lot of um, peop- men reaching out yep. and a lot of them would have had similar backgrounds. What are the most common issues that you are finding that are men are facing? It's it's um, access to children. That's that's the biggest one that really drives men, like just not being able to see your, your children. Um, and like, you know, a lot of the time, um, it's just through miscommunication, it's through not communicating properly. Um, which is probably an old thing in the relationship, hence why they broke up anyway. Mm. Um, but man, it, like there are some nasty women for real. Mm. Like, yeah, that, that that do use children as the as their weapon of of um, you know. I've I've been through it. Like this is the thing for me. It's generational. I'm a blended. I'm from blended family generationally. Um, like you know, so I I'm I'm I'm, I'm second third generation of it. Like you know, so for me, like my mom always said, you know, I wish we could do what you're doing now. And I was like, mm, well, you set the standard. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've had, I've had, you know, my mum's been through a couple of a couple of marriages and, you know, this is her second. We've got nine, we've got uh, seven in the, I've got seven half siblings, like, you know, siblings. And like mm. none of them are full-blooded siblings, but they're all my brothers and sisters for real. Like that's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's because they instilled that in us. So mm. my mom, my dad, um, like my mom. You know, she was young, man. She went, she was at Macaulay when she had me. Hence why she sent me to La Salle. <laughs> Macaulay. <laughs> Hence why she sent me to La Salle. Man. Shout out to Macaulay. Macaulay. Shout out to Macaulay High School, right? Um, but no, for real. She um she she sent me to La Salle because she was like, Oh yeah, brother, I see brother Pat outside like picking up rubbish and stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, it's cool. The hedges look nice. And then once you go down the driveway, things change. But um, you know, I think um just just coming up that way allowed me to see things a little bit different because like, you know, at La Salle and I, I, you know, I think La Salle, South Auckland in general, mm. um, in the nineties specifically, um, I was a different dude. I was a different dude at school. Like a lot of my friends, their mums are from Samoa. My grandparents came from Samoa. I'm second generation born in New Zealand. Mm. Um, so my mum was born here, you know? Um, so she, I, I just always felt different like at La Salle, like a little bit, you know, like, mm. uh, um, the same, but different. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I always could, I always found myself being the sort of translator when we all got in trouble. I'm the one talking for us because they just can't articulate properly. I was yeah. like, "Don't worry, I got a voice," like you know, and, and get us out of trouble, sort of thing. But um, I just found it was different, bro. Like mm. like coming up through South Auckland, coming up at that time, 
um, as a half cast. Like mm. as a half cast mm. is different. That's different. That's different in general too. Yeah. Like especially in South Auckland. Like I've been working with Leva, um, with the Fathers Funnel, yeah. um, through them doing things. And what I really found is that the further south, like you go to Dunedin, the Islanders that are down there are super Islanders. Like you know, like they're they're super into their culture, like yeah. into the culture. True. And, and represent hard, right? Because wow. they're they're a small group. Yeah, yeah. Whereas up here, we're all everyone's Islander. So I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck, it's all the same. <laughs> like you know, like yeah. it's all the same stuff. So. It's it's a weird perspective and coming out of school, like mm. you know, when you head into the real world, you're like, Oh, there's like people at Avondale that's kinda like us. Like, you know, yeah, or yeah. there's people out in Ranui or mm. um out in Ponsonby that are like us. And I think our perspective coming forward, um, towards like just family and growing up, it was just a different perspective. And and I think um it sort of relates now to how I'm living and how I'm sort of trying to do things. Um with going forward because a lot of the times especially in the father's funnel yeah um i'm going up against old traditional talk yeah yeah because it's about uh, not smacking kids so the premise is we've got to stop smacking our children mm. um i don't smack my children never yeah. have um because i i was shown by my stepfather um my mom's uh, husband jason never smacked never smack wow. never smack kids but man we listen like you know we, and i never i never experienced that before like it was always something like you know, if as, as a as a father figure in island households, like uh, quiet, like that quiet mm. sort of you know, there was what I do find a lot of in that space is that we don't have that relationship where we get to talk. Like you know, you don't get to real see the, yeah, yeah. the our, our dads or our, the men sort of open up in a real way. Yeah, um, you see the stern often get a hiding; they're the hard one, and then you see them joking with their friends. And you're like, yo, I didn't know he knew jokes or laughed. Like, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And, th- and, th- and this is for me, my perspective coming out has been able to, I don't know, I, it's like I'm an observer. Yeah. Like, you know, sitting at last hour, I'm like observing things. I'm kind of not in trouble because I'm kind of and I'm kind of not, like, you know. And um, so I kind of just sit in the middle. And it was, it was, a, it was a weird perspective, mm. um, I think, going forward. So, uh, you know, I think as a father and as somebody trying to try, trying to be the father, trying to be a good dad, right? Like at least trying to do something um, to teach my kids and leave them with something good. Um, I, I believe I can take from all spaces. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, not not just not just our old ways. Like mm. I believe we can change yeah. the way we father by taking well, because when you look with the with the with the to my program, it's looking at pre-colonization. Mm. So island mm. the islands and pre. So how were we parenting pre-colonization? Wow. Yeah. Um, and that blew my mind. It really did. Like mm. when you start reading old proverbs, and you start reading about like you know the captain's logs, like the English when they were writing about um, our parenting, there was hardly any. They say there's hardly any quarrels. That was one of the things that we never quarrelled with our kids. So we'd be in like a talanoa, big one. Mm. Kids are running wild, just mm. as they would. Like you know, if you let if you let a salmon kid run around, they're gonna run around. Mm. They're gonna do their thing. But they weren't quarrelling. Like they never told them <coughs> oh. to stop. They never told them. Yeah. They never hit them. They never saw them hit kids wow, wow. Um, at that time. So though violence would have been there, like, you mm. know what I mean? Like obviously, yeah, yeah. but it was, there's, there's so many proverbs that point towards us not being a violent, um, teaching them violence, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So for me, uh, if you look at where we're at now and what's happening with how we, with, and, and like a lot of the old, older perspectives mm. of, I've met them, man. I've sat there and I've talked to like, like uh, there, there's a man. Sorry, I won't say his, his name. Say his name. He's, he's. But he was, he was a, you know, he was from Samoa. Mm. So he came over here and he's really trying hard to, to stop the physical discipline. And he, he, you know, he admitted that 
that he did, you know, he's been smacking his kids and stuff. And then by the end of it all, he did re- he did say, man, I've changed. I've wow. changed. I've changed my perspective. That's awesome. So for me, that's enough, yeah. you know, because I don't know, man, like I just don't think I need to hit my kids. Mm. And and for real, my kids are pretty respectful. Yeah. Um, my son plays top-end sport. Like he's played hoops. He ain't, he ain't, <laughs> he ain't soft. Like, you know what mm. I mean? He ain't soft. Mm. He's still mm. at standard. Mm. Like, so the thing is like, I don't, I, I, ju- I just keep, I keep my kids, um, they're, they're accountable for what they do yeah. at all yeah. times. Like, you know, especially in like, I'm learning better how to talk to them yeah. um, and go, hey man, this is what I want you to do, especially as a 13 year old. Like I can't, I can't parent him like a five, when he was five, he's yeah. a different dude. Um, and he's got different ideals. He's moving towards a different world, not the one that we grew up in. So I have to equip him for that world, not my yeah. world, not yeah, what I grew yeah. up with, you know what I mean? And, and when I really look at things, it's changing real fast. We're, real we're fast, at a point of, man. we're at a real point of change. Like, yeah. you know, and um, I'm scared. I, I, I am scared. That's one of the things like, you yeah. know, as a dad, like I'm scared of, for their future. Yeah. Um, Cause we kind of just put it off. Like it's going to be like how it was for us um, growing up and all you just got to do, we'll go to school every week. Last two years, we already know that's not true. I didn't know basketball could be stopped. Like mm. I didn't know. I didn't know the NBA could be stopped. Mm. I didn't know the NRL could be stopped. But we found out it can be. Like yeah, you know, yeah. so the world is different, man. And like, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm no, no, yeah, I love that. That's, that's cool, man. That's cool. So much. Oh there. man, I just, I just love the fact that you talk about the father's funnel. You know, you talk about pre-colonization mm. at that period. And you you share about that some more man who kind of like oh he's changed his perspective in terms of hitting his kids or, yeah. or whatever. But I'm um, just wondering because there might be some guys who or some fathers who may be watching this. And go, oh, you know sometimes you know I think that what's that proverb? You spare the rod, uh, you kind of spare the child. I think yes, if you can correct that on on the word. But um, because there, there'll be some men out there, some some mm. parents out there. Ah, it just doesn't doesn't hurt. Just a bit of a yeah, a bit of a yeah, a, a smack on the bum and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm just wondering, in terms of your perspective, how, how did you, how did they, what, what, what was it that you kind of did in terms of kind of shifting these these men, in terms of the, the attitude, their mindset? Um, also, what, what was the the main thing that they kind of? I believe what I preach. I walk. Oh, I, I, yeah, I practice, yeah, I practice what I preach. Awesome, and um, I always just give an example of what how it works. Like you know, mm. they're like, what if they touch the fire? Yeah, and I was like. So you smack them instead. So instead of them getting burnt by the fire and being angry at the fire, they're going to get smacked at you. Look at you, and you're the one that smacked them. Like it wasn't the fire that hurt them. Now, ooh, like, you know, nice. and it might, hey, and a smack is quick, right? It's quick. And, and it, does, it does correct real quick. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can get the, the outcome, but there's other outcomes on top of that smack that aren't being addressed. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, uh, like when I do get confronted, I get confronted all the time with it. But mm. it's light work for me because it's just like, Nah, man, like, I, like, they'll say, oh, what if they do this? And I was like, well, I can still talk to them. Yeah. I can still go, hey, stop, stop, stop. I can gently grab my son's hand and go, stop, bro. Look, look, and just try to get him close. Like, so yeah. he understands it's hot, bro. Like, you know, like, you can, you can explain in Talanoa. And that was our way. We're, yeah. we're talkers, man. We talk and we... That's cool. That's um, cool. It's, yeah, I think we've lost a little bit of touch with um, just our, our skills our intelligence yeah, yeah, around yeah, around yeah. parenting because we don't parent. And, and, and uh, this is one of the sort of uh, concepts I chuck at people all the time is that before uh, church came in, to, mm. uh, before the church came cool, into cool. the islanders, uh, to the islands, what did we believe? And where was our place as men <coughs> in the world? So where did we see ourselves? And from all accounts, um, we lived amongst the, the gods and, mm. and the woman, woman is land, woman is life. Yeah. So we... Automatically, we never placed ourselves above women. Mm. 
mm. just in our minds. We walk amongst them. We we live amongst the world. Mm. So that was our way. Like it was to live with nature. Uh, we were a part of the world. Then once like once religion came in, it switched the the ideal of man is here now. Mm. Top man is God. Mm. Man is God. Mm. Jesus is God. Yeah. Um, woman below, or maybe a dog and then woman. Um, <laughs> Dogs, we treat dogs be, pretty be nice, free, bro. Free. We treat dogs pretty nice, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for true. real, like, hey, if we want to really look at it, that's just the way it is. Like, we we can read the scriptures; it's all in there. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. It's all in there. It's all in the Bible. Um, and not that religion is wrong or anything like that. I went to a Catholic school, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not religious no more. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I I, I changed that last year. Cool. Um, wow. and that's just my journey. Like, that's just the way it was. Um, but it's confronting. It was always mm. confronting. Like confronting, like that's one of the things, man, you're scared to say that kind of stuff. Uh, like you get a hiding, straight up. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. You get a hiding back then. Like for saying, uh, what? I don't believe in all you'll get a hiding. I don't even want to say it now. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You, like, you know you're, what right, I mean? Right, you're right, you're right. Um, you would get a hiding. You get um, some people, you, like- you, From my friends. Yeah. I'll yeah. get a hiding from my friends. And you're courageous to say that, Uzo. I, I, love, I love the fact that you, you're bold oh. enough to say that. And I love, I think in terms of pre-colonization, and you're talking about the Bible and all that kind of stuff in terms of religion. And there's a lot of people out there that you pro- who 100% agree with what you're saying, Uso. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, before, like you're saying the pre colonization, we were just talking. There was no quarrelsome, there was no argument. No. It was like, hey, sh- sit down, go for all that kind of stuff. And so. This is the Balangi people telling us what we're doing. Wow. This is their account. Wow. This is not our account. This is their account of what they observe. Wow. So, they, and this is one of the things, like, I guess, um, like on my Pacifica journey, because working with Leva in. Um, I've always been real funny with the Pacifica. Like, just my grandfather. It's actually from my grandfather. It's his fault. Like, he's not fast anymore. Like, this is his problem. He doesn't <laughs> like fat, like you know well, fat love, 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 all that stuff. Yeah. He's, he's anti at all, and he was always filling me up. Like, even though we're doing cities and stuff, he's just like, see, we don't agree with this. I don't agree with this. Um, but mainly it's just because he he goes, we don't have how how can you like a mat was okay. A mat to mm. make and hand over mm. was okay. It didn't break us. Bro, you, you put a monetary value on it, it breaks us. And it's broken families. Like, you know, because we haven't translated what value, the, the value. Mm. And we've all, we've all of a sudden just put money in the place of pigs, of cattle. Of, of cattle. cattle. Yeah, yeah. Even, even that costs us now. Yeah. So going to buy cattle, we're like, we don't even own the cow. Like, you know, normally we just go slaughter our cow or slaughter our pig or whatever, um, or a chicken or more, you know, and, and hand that as, an, as, our, um, as our offering. But things have changed. Yeah. Like, you know, so, mm. so I think... Like I said, it blew my mind when I started really looking into things. Um, and it, it did confront me in a way that I was like, man, how are we living? I started looking at our people mm. and go, how are we living and how did we get here? Um, and I remember I shared a post one time about a surfer. And there was a picture of a surfer, um, a Polynesian man. So this is the first picture of a surfer ever as a Polynesian. Surfing's Polynesian culture. True. Oh, man, of course, man. Right, so oh, if he's yeah. Polynesian, it's all Hawaii. No, but this is... I don't even think Hawaii, about it. No, but this is it. Because <laughs> you think of surfing, you think gold, blonde yeah. hair, some, some white guy <laughs> surfing in California, right? California. <laughs> this is a Polynesian pastime. We're the ones that figured this thing out. Wow. And when you look at the picture, he is toned. He's, he's slim. Mm. He's not he's not lapo. He's not wearing a, a high-vis vest. He's, um, he's a slim, good-looking, healthy man looking at the waves. And to me, I thought just that image to me is what we forgot uh, who we are. We've forgotten who we are. We really have. Because in in the sense that I, like when I started losing weight and started doing these things, like I went back to, instead of me, like to, to reconnect with my Polynesian 
to, to my Pacifica heritage, I did it through food. I did it through the way they ate. Because I was like, yo, how did they eat? Like, what were they doing? Mm. You know? Um, and like my grandfather always said, I just eat once a day. Like, they just uh, eat once a day. Mm. They don't have breakfast. Who has breakfast? Like, you know, they just get up and um, things like that. And it's those old things, coconut milk. So mm. replacing coconut, like mm. milk, milk with coconut milk. And though it's a little bit more expensive, I just drink less. Like, you know, things like that. But um, coconut oil. Um, man, using that, like, I, I gave it to my wife because she's just, like, trying to do all these... Um, you know, skincare, blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Yo, it don't work, man. Here, just put this on." Right, man, for a year, like you know, skin's looking good. I was like, "Oh, oh. you looking good, baby!" Like you know, those ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, natural, natural. <laughs> but it's a natural thing. It really is, and it's one of the best things. And we used to get like two liter bottles from all the time, like yeah, bottles true, filled with it. True, Our parents yeah, used to have yeah. it. They're selling it for twenty dollars for eight hundred grams in a jar, bro. Um, and this is where we're at. Like I'm just like, wait. So now they're selling back our stuff that we used to make, oh. and that was part of our culture. Yeah. Um, but the you know it's changed now, and the and the perception of again like surfing, we're not thinking of that it's a Polynesian made thing. That's our culture that we shared with the world, oh. and it's not violence. Mm. It was it was one of the most funnest things you can do. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a fun pastime, mm. and a lot of people do it. So and there's spirituality all through it. So mm. the journey I've had with just um, discovering that. Um, discovering all these old ways has really inspired me to move forward in a different way. Like you know what I mean. Like like though, though we, though I feel we're lost in general, and I think we can move forward, but we have to go back and look. Like we have yeah. to go back and grab a few things first um, that that are natural to us. You know, because how could we ever think that we could sail to another island if we didn't mm. have the com- like confidence? Mm. You know what I mean. Um, so true. Last hour. Yeah. Last hour. South Auckland. Mm. Surf. Yeah. Head down. Subservience. Mm. Like, you know, that's that's what we yeah. call humble. That's what that's a humble Ooh, stunt, right? Oh, that's what we call man. humble, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Yeah, that's cool. That's thing. Like and I, 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 as a basketball <laughs> coach, like that is my main job. Like though I do KDs and stuff like that, I'm a basketball coach. So I'm yeah. a, I coach kids. Um and I coach kids across the, the city. So from South Auckland all the way to Ramiro, I'm mostly in Ramiro. But um the issues that we have in South Auckland are still the same. Um, and it's confidence. It, it really is. It's confidence. Confidence in ourselves. And, and a deep confidence. Because you'll see it in all ways. If you're not confident just in yourself, you're not going to have hope. Like, because you're not going to believe. So when you're feeling down, like, you know, when I was depressed, things like that, mm. going through those things, I'm lucky I'm a pretty confident person. Like, like because there's times where I wasn't. Like, you know, you, 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 when you're dark and you're in depression, yeah. nothing, you can't feel good about yourself. You never do. Like you, you're the one that sabotages yourself the most. Mm. Um, and for me, I think at that time, like if I didn't think that things were going to be okay, I could have killed myself. I should have killed myself. You know what I mean? Like there's, there should have been times where I should have done it. But for some reason, I was like, no, I'm going to be all right. For some reason, whatever it was, like there was a glimmer right at the end, right? So I believe to push confidence in our children is one of the biggest thing and, and taking away smacking is, is that. Like, you know, Balinese don't smack their kids. Um they don't, bro. Like I see, like some yeah. of them do, some of them mm-hmm. did, um, but they didn't do it like we did. Um, yeah. They didn't give them hidings like we did. Mm. Um, and at the time, like some of those hidings, we know it comes from trauma. We know it comes from the yeah. alcohol abuse. We know that it comes <laughs> from all these things, poverty, blah blah blah. But um, some of those hidings, I saw, you know, like I never got, like I got hidings, but I didn't get the the ones that I've, I speak of, like you know, like 
this, we know the dudes at, yeah. at school. Mm. They got the worst ones. They want to turn up for two weeks. Yeah. And we'll mock them for it. Like, you know, tell everyone that they got their foreskin cut and then in Samoa and then when they come back, <laughs> yeah. they got a new story to have to like- uh, are, they, are they still using it? <laughs> again, we learned from drop you guys. Don't drop any names. Hey. <laughs> 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 the body part, that anatomy part. We used to use that anatomy part a lot in our mocks. Uh, so true. About all of it. But you know, that- <laughs> It's those types of things, like, um, like yeah. is our, it's just confidence in ourselves, man. Like, I know, like, there's dudes who are bullshit and they were puffy yeah. and they'll do it, but they weren't confident for real. Like, you know, like, they were, that's just their way to sort of hopefully get, to get by. Like, well, yeah. why, why is that, um, um, PJ and Charles? Because we could have a, a, a discussion around that, but why is it that our men, or more so our Pacific men or our young boys, just kind of that, that confidence is not there. Like you, obviously we see Balangi kids, they're quite confident, they're quite vocal, quite opinionated mm-hmm. for the most part. But then you see some of our, our boys and our men and uh, I, I can, I'm guilty of it as well. You know, just, there are times in my life like, oh man, there's that, you know, and you, and you I think you hit it spot on. You said oh, they're humble, that they're humble or however we, want, however we want to say it in terms of false humility, like, oh yeah, mm. yeah all that kind of stuff. It's why, is it? why is it? Why that's, is it? That's, that's self-deprecating. Like it's a Kiwi thing. Like you know, like you hear Stephen Adams the other day talking about, like he goes, "Oh, Dennis Rodman was technical, and I'm just, I'm just lucky I stand on one side, and I'm not that smart." Blah blah blah. Wow. Like, bro, I don't want to hear that. Wow, like, I don't want to hear that. Like, real wow, for real, man. I want to hear that because you're super strong. You got heavy bones. You're Polynesian. I want you to inspire. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So for me, I, it does come from one culture. It's culture. Yeah. It's tall yeah. poppy syndrome here, big time. Um, always have been, and then being brown is worse. Like mm. we went to primary school, right? <laughs> like you know, like you've been yeah. to primary school in New Zealand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like again, I was an observer. So I was true. right in the middle, so I was never really that yeah. much in trouble. Like, yeah, like yeah. you know, the racist ones kind of left me alone half the time. Depends on what I was saying, um, but you know, it's it comes from a lot of things, bro. Like, you, like I said, you look at the TV, like you wouldn't think we're a surface, <laughs> yeah, so but true. do we dig holes? We can dig holes. You've seen an Islander in a high vis vest, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We know yeah. that story. I watch the ASB ads. There's still a lapo or do standing there. True. I don't know why, and I call out ASB for that. Good like, on you. Yo, what good are you on you, man. Like, why you? Good. Why you can continue to spread that image of us? Wow. For real. Like yeah. you know, like and and you're a big bank, um, mm. and and things like that. So, I, and and I can't. Because I just don't want my kids to think that's normal, and that's mm. what, that's just how we're going to end yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like no, and and that was probably one of the biggest driving forces I had as a coach. Because when I started coaching, I was 172 kilos. I just stopped smoking. Like this was six six years ago. Wow. I just stopped smoking. Just failed business with Tokofali. Uh, <laughs> me and Tokofali. Well, I just Dox. failed, and it was, it was horrible. And we we're broken. It was one of those depression moments. But you know, broke out of a house, uh, failed business, and just like oh. What are you gonna do now? And my friend Lindsay gave me a call and go, bro, what are you doing? And I was like, ah, nothing. <laughs> like, you know, and he goes, I was actually, I was for two weeks, I was uh, teacher aiding in my daughter's class. So she just started school. It was five, she was five years old. So I had nothing else to do. And I was like, yo, I'm just gonna go sit with some five year olds and see what happens. Like, I didn't even know if I like working with kids and stuff like that. And then when I sat there, I was like, man, I thought this was gonna be wild, but this is a whole lot of fun. Um, like, especially coming from business where half the conversations you don't know are real. Um, half the half the conversations, people are trying to get something out of you. Um, you know, it's a land, it's a it's a snake pit, man, for real. And and working with children just ref- was refreshing. The honesty from them, yeah, yeah, like you know, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah, honest yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> it's easy, like you know, and and they're funny, man, like yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, I really found I, I was really happy there. And then my friend Lindsay gave me a call and goes, "Bro, you want to come coach some basketball?" Um, and I was like, "You know what? Uh, yeah, I do." 
Like, because mm. at the time I didn't know, like, I, I never wanted to coach hoops. Like, I just, I love playing yeah. and I never want to be a coach. I was like, no, 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 stuff that. I ain't doing that. Um, but then I realized I kind of like it. So I was like, all right, we'll give it a nudge. And then at Yandara, yeah. first, first, first school was, and that was my pri first primary school. I was at Yandara wow. Primary. Uh, in their primary and when I walked in I was so happy to be there like I was like yo I'm real happy and like you know we do this thing called basketball stance which is practically just like a horse stance like you're sitting in a crouched position back straight I was sweating like my knees I was like oh, trying to dribble and show these kids like no pain sort of thing mm. but I was so heavy and so out of, out of shape that I was just like you know what I can't give this image to these kids mm. of me like, you know, like I could tell, cause I was telling them, no, nah, I used to be able to dunk. They were telling me to dunk, like as kids would. And mm. man, I should be able to go up and dunk for them. Like, you know what I mean? Cause that's, that's what got me hooping. Um, yeah. When, when I was at last hour, I, I saw the dudes dunking. Um, they're the ones that got me hooping. So I always felt it important to do that. And because I couldn't, I was just like, no, nah, I need to change the way I look. I need to change. I need to be example. Mm. I can't be that dude telling them how to do it and then can't show them, mm. like, you know, as a coach. So um, yeah. Just changed. I have to change my image, and I had to oh, change wow. my health. You know, because um, I was smoking, bro. I was smoking, drinking, all those kind of things. Like, um, and I just needed to give up, and and that was the catalyst, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, doing those types of things. So, how are you feeling now? Must be. I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Like in comparison to what I was, I, I'm real good. Like, but I, I have just come out of a, a low part because of uh, ISO and lockdown. And yeah, like that. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like I was doing really well, and then I just haven't worked out since the first since the last lockdown last year. Um, and and man, time flies. Time flies, bro. It's what April? It's April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, it's like eight months. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. And I was going every day. It was part of my routine, and now I just don't go. But it's part of like, and you know, I recognized it, and I'm still battling. Like, I still haven't gone. So like I recognized yeah, yeah, it like yeah. a month ago, but I'm still trying to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Like yeah, this yeah, is the thing. Um, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's okay. So um, I think for, like you know, I think going forward as as, a, as trying to be an example. Yeah. For just not my children, but because I'm in front of other children, um, I want them to see what a Polynesian person should look like. And look like I'm a cool, half caste, right? Cool man. You know what I mean? I'm a half caste, but I always make sure that hey. You can call me someone because I am. Mm, you can call me Tongan because I am. Or call me Fijian because I am. Yo. Like you know, that's that's facts. Like yeah. this is my heritage, um, and this is though I might not speak it really well, um, you know, and though I don't I don't follow the the traditions, I still am. Like mm, you know, I, I still am. So whatever I do is still island. It's still Polynesian. That's me, PJ. Shout out so much, James and there, and I think. Um, one thing we were talking about in terms of like our men, how they struggle with discipline and yeah. some of these tensions. And I know there's a lot of factors that go into why we do what we do. Yep. And to unpack that, there's a, there's yeah, a lot to unpack. There's right. a lot to unpack. But what are some encouragements for just so our men that are listening in who are struggling with that, yep. like in terms of how can we move forward from sort of Man, if you're Pacifica, jump into the funnel. Like, really, like, uh, yeah. jump in there. Um, it's a workshop, you know, to sort of give you tools. Cool. Um, specific tools for us. Nice. Um, and a lot of it's, um, a lot of it is practically just uh, ambulance at the top of the cliff rather mm. than reactive. Mm. Rather than reactive. Yeah. And, and taking self-responsibility for our own moods. Being mm. responsible for ourselves. Um, not trying to blame everybody. Like, because, you know, um, it's really, man, to be honest, like, it's really... It's hard to define what a man is these days. Um, mm. We're in a 
gender fluid uh, yeah, environment. Right, yeah. um, we have men doing different things, man. Like with Will Smith, he, mm. he was emasculated the other day, like a few what a year ago mm. Mm. On, on live on live TV, mm. and this man's taking it, and then took it out on Chris Rock the other day. So, <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know, it's one of those things where it's a real weird space in, in time. Yeah, like you know, for men, um, and re- defining what our role is, uh, defining who we are. And, and which way to go forward. So I think for like Polynesian men, Pacifica mm. men, find find some find some find some peace within yourself. This is for you, you know, like and, and also you gotta be you gotta balance yourself. Yeah. You gotta make sure that you are not just trying to be Superman. Mm. Um, you have to have time for yourself. Because if you're if you're on the edge, if you're tired, on the edge, if you're if you're not in a good mood. Yeah. Regardless of your, how you're trying to portray yourself to your children, yeah. your mood's gonna show through. Mm. Like chemically, you're just gonna. He's angry, but he's smiling at me. Like you know, it's weird. Like you know, they can sense it. Yeah, my dad's gonna give me a hiding real. So like you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's one of those. Um, yeah, just don't don't be fake, man. Like try and be real. And I'm real, real with my kids. Like for real. Like I, <coughs> I've trying to take away the veil of dad. Just dad. I'm Peter. Like so they know me as a person. They know the struggles I have. Like you know, I've shared these things with them. Wow. Um, I share I share these things not not because a lot of the time I get great perspective from them. They teach me. Mm. Um, my daughter, bro, like she's she's quiet as, but she's um, she's really similar to me. And like I was, I just opened up one day. I was just sitting there chatting with her, and we just started talking about things. And I was like, you know, what? I'm not having a good day, darling. Like you know, I was like, I'm not having a good day. And she goes, why? Like as a kid would, you know. Mm. Like she she was like not she really was. listening to me. But when I said that, she just stopped and she goes, why? And I was like, ah, oh, this this wow. like you know I'm. We're not gonna get money. COVID like stopped our business. Mm. Blah blah blah. And she just goes, "You know what, Dad? I think you're overthinking things." And I just went, "You know what? I think I am." <laughs> like you wow. know, and that was it. As wow. simple as wow. that. Cool. As simple as that. And it really made me feel better. Like truly made wow. me feel better. You know. And then I gave her a cuddle and I said, "Thank you, Don." Like you know. And that was it. Um, and she felt like she's like, "Cool, I helped Dad." Like you know, wow. that's cool. Um, and yeah, I wanna give Dad a try. Man, it, it, it bro. Yeah, you, that's you, cool. You'd be really surprised how your kids answer you, yeah, like you know, especially with a tough, with a tough situation. Mm. Yeah. And you don't have to give them gory details; just give them the scenario, mm. and they might just chuck up something that you really didn't know that they knew, you wow. know. Um, because these kids have a different, they have a different knowledge base, bro. These dudes know more than us for sure. Oh, at the age right now too, like whatever age they are now, they yeah. know more than us. <laughs> be so scared, true. be be afraid. Actually, <laughs> everyone be be very afraid. Go go check what your kids are watching. That's me. Before I give it to P, um, yeah, just go back. Um, men who are sort of, uh, you know, want to reach out, looking for some help and want to move forward, check out mm. Levar's website. They've got the Fono. And is it a free workshop? It's a free workshop for Pacifica men, specific. So it is specific, uh, specified to Pacifica men. The um, the content is, is suited for that. Awesome. Um, but like Kiwi Daddies is, is secular and cool. open yeah, to everybody. Yeah. So there's, there's spaces for everybody, man. Mean. But, but yeah, um, live our father's for no <coughs> Love that, love that. Awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, Peter, just uh, I wonder if we can go back just a, a bit in terms of you were saying in terms of the ACB, Auckland City basketball, and you were coaching. Mm. And I love the fact you were saying that, hey, I can't tell these kids what to do if I'm not doing it. That's right. And I'm just, I was just thinking, just, okay, in terms of hypocrisy, because I know hypocrisy can be kind of a big thing in terms of our Pacific men or Pacific culture. Yep. And I know a lot of our boys in, in particular can just, and, and I'm, I'm talking about myself as well. My, I say things to my son, hey, do this. Yeah. My son's like, hey, can you do this? Do you need to do this? Oh, that's right, I don't know how to do it. 
and so all that kind of stuff. So how does hypocrisy and because how does it affect well, your thoughts and even with you, Charles, your thoughts around why is it why is hypocrisy a, a big thing in our culture or or, or just men in, in general? We say we'll do this, do that, but what's it? What's it saying? Do what I say, but don't do what I do. Mm-hmm. That's my mom yeah. saying. Yeah, well, so, yeah. So what's what's up with that in terms of it's for exactly us to, yeah. that? It's, it's oh yeah, because yeah, especially with the kids, you, you, you like you said, you put a great example. So I could dunk, dunk the kids are dunk. Oh, I don't know if I can dunk right now because I'm. Um, yeah, and so how does how how would that affect our our young boys in terms, or even men in general? It just shows that your word is not born. Like you, wow. your word needs to be, and this is what I've been like. I was raised by my grandfather, like a lot. Like um, my grandfather was my father figure from when I was born. Like um, I didn't like my my father wasn't around like, originally, so I was born to my so my grandfather was the person that taught me a lot. Um, like I'd be for like this thing. Like I was their favorite, but I was their favorite because I'd be doing for 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 like four hours <laughs> while they read me Bible verses. Like um, like we're discussing the Bible in depth, mm. um, and so like I spent a lot of time with him. But you know, half the time I'm not listening. I thought I wasn't. Um, but now I pretty much live the things that he that comes out. Yeah. Like you know, I let I let some of those things go. Like this is the thing. But uh, for me, word your word yeah. is everything. Your word Yo. sits here. So whatever you say you're gonna do, you should do it. Mm. Um, if you say you, if you can't do it, then tell them. Yeah. And this yeah. is this is a real island thing. If you can't pay the money back, usually it's just I'm just gonna avoid. I'm just gonna avoid him. Um, Ignore them. Hey, so and, hey, and before Pay before cell dick. phones before cell phones it was damn near impossible to get money off your friends um, or the CD back or the thing that they borrowed oh, uh, have you ever borrowed something that you had given borrowed back what was yours uh, your kicks bro, your kicks I've had to ask uh, yeah you have to ask for your own things back like you know what I mean like it gets so long after a couple of years like oh man can I borrow this can I, can I borrow this like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Actually, those are yours, eh? And I was like, yeah, they have been mine. Again, I've been, every time you wear them, I've been looking at them just quietly, you know, like quietly getting angry at you. But um, that's it. We often, um, we're not held to account, man. Like, yeah. we haven't been held to account. Like, that standard's low now. Like, people can say wild shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can just say wild stuff um, and not get no retribution of someone slapping them in the face. Like, you know, it's, um, and it's only going to get worse. Like, I think just respect levels. Um Respect levels for yourself, and and this as fathers, I think we're a bit lost too as men. Our role again, our role, bro, we're lost, mm, mm. and and we even lost with the the path we've been walking. Like you know, like not too long ago, like my grandparents were hitting my my grand my grandpa was hitting my grandma, mm. and that was normal. That's facts though. Like most mm. of our grandparents were hitting mm. their grandma, not all of them, because it was normal. Um, but that's changed now. Um, it's unacceptable. You yeah. know, like it's just unacceptable. So for us, is like. How do we, we've, we've, man, we are agents of change. We, yeah, we've yeah. always been changed. We're changeable people. Uh, we have a dynamic culture. We always have because we are ports. Like our islands, people come mm. through. People go out. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, they, these, were, these were ports for, yeah. for, for trade and things like that. So for us, I think if we can find our true sense, like who we are and what we're trying to do. Um, and just, man, just, man, what are you, as a father, what are you trying to achieve? Like, what are you trying to achieve? Mm. Like, you know, like, what are you really trying to achieve? What are you trying to do? Um, what are you, why are you teaching your kid that? Mm. Is it because, like, do I, my son's a basketball player, but I never pushed him into hoops, ever. Mm. Like, I, he only started two years ago um, when he started living with me because I said, dude, I don't care what you do, but you have to do something physical. You have to. Um, 
And he was like, oh, okay, I'll do basketball just because I'm always here. And I was like, cool. And now he's found his own love for it, you know? And um, for me, it's like, all right, as long as I, as long as I, again, as long as I'm living by what I say yeah. and, um, and, and understanding that for you, I am here to teach you this because, because one of the hardest things I, I've been trying to come to grips with was I've been working real hard to buy a house in Auckland. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like for some reason, I just, I just haven't, I didn't get around to buying one like when it was cheaper, like, you know? Um, and then I'm like, damn, it went real quick. And then like people say it was impossible. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, you gotta win lotto to do it. Mm. Like my mom, like people were just defeated by yeah. the, the number. And I was like, nah, nah, I'm gonna buy one. I'm not gonna buy one in Huntley. I'm not gonna buy one in Nawahi. I'm gonna buy one where I wanna live mm. in Auckland. That's me. You know what I mean? And either, everyone's just like, yeah, why? And I was like, well, I gotta leave it for my kids. Mm. So that was the narrative, but that was never my narrative. I've changed that now. I don't really care. Like. I'm not gonna leave. even if I buy a house, I'm not leaving it for my kids. Cause they got yo, if I work in Remira, right? I work in Remira with some of the richest kids. Like some of these kids come from amazing, like they have resources, they have access to resources that are ridiculous. Wow. Um, but they're unhappy as hell. Like, you know, like the, a lot of their families True. are really, really unhappy. And these kids, some of these kids, they're getting raised by um au pairs, they're getting raised by nannies. Um wow. they don't they don't see their parents whatsoever. And these parents are out there thinking, yeah, I'm 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 supplying this massive, this luxurious life for my children. Yet you don't realize that luxurious life of making your children very, very weak. Mm. In the sense that, man, I, man, I reckon I can take their stuff. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like you know, dude's coming up, dude's coming up. Like so, what's the point of working so hard to leave, leave something for your kids that they'll probably lose in a generation because they're just not equipped to yeah. handle that many resources, like that much resource and things like that. So, my, it's important for me to teach my kids to fish, right? Mm. Just don't leave them fish, bro. You, I'll teach you to fish. The better fisherman you are, you I, I, less I worry. The less I worry, you know. Like um, the more skills that you have, the more standards that you keep. And again, I keep my word to my kids. I, if I don't do it, I tell them I can't. Why can't I? I tell. I'll be. I'll be honest. Yeah, I ain't got yeah, no money, yeah. bro. Why? Because I, ain't, you know, like I'll tell them why. Yeah. And they, uh, bro, they're smart. Like our kids are smarter than we think. Um, That's so cool. And and as a, like my ten year old, like again, you get good perspective from them. Mm. So. Man, word is bond. Like, man, just do what you say. Like for real, it's simple. Yeah. Like, and you will feel better about it. Like a lot of us, because a lot of us, when you eat us, you, you eat us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these eat us. Like, I don't, I don't trust that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it's it's one of those things where, like, hey, 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 I'm not perfect all the time. Like, you know, I don't that, turn up. That's, that's solid. You know? Yeah, that's uh, solid. Because you know, um, people won't remember everything you say. But they'll remember what you do, Bro, especially if you treat them yeah. bad. Yeah, like, especially yeah. if you do something yeah. wrong. Yeah, like if you do people wrong, then um, they remember that. Yeah, and they yeah. remember you for that. Like yeah. you know, like I still remember dudes at school that I don't like right now. Like you know, I'm thinking in my head, I was like, stop hit you. <laughs> um, what, but, they, what they do? What they do? <laughs> what's their names? What's their names? And what do they? Do? I know their mom's names. Um, but yeah. was, oh, man. Hey, honestly, sometimes, bro, like at our twentieth anniversary, our last yeah. one. You know how we just called some dudes by their mum? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's them, yeah. Like, I'm just about to say it. I was like, oh, no, no, no. We're 40 now. Like, yeah. we're 30-something, bro. I can't just pull out those jokes now. No, no. Like, you know? Like, yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's funny, bro. Like, it's yeah, it's funny. But, hey, like I say, bro, we're, we're trying to change. We're trying to change. And, and um, there's no reason why we shouldn't. Like, we are the next generation as, as parents. And we've learned. We, we were born here for education, right? Mm-hmm. Like, our parents, our grandparents came here to educate Yo. us, Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, we got educated in the digging holes. But, like, that's a different story. But the thing is, how do we pay that back? 
Do we continue to dig holes? Do we continue to do warehouse work? Do we tell our kids to continuously? Are we such in a position where we have to rely on our kids um, to go work part-time, to file our um, Mm. our rent and stuff like that? Are we still living that way? You know what I mean? And though it's not, I just don't want those to be traditions. I don't want those to become well, custom. Well, mm. well, because like That's when you think powerful. about it, well, when you think about it, like uh, this is one of the things I did say to my grandfather because I remember my grandfather said this to me. I was like, oh, we should eat some, take something. Like we're going somewhere, and I remember as a kid, and I was like, "Yo, we should take something somewhere. Should we take some piece of And He goes, "That's not salmon food. He goes, That's that's war food. That, that came in war. Like tins of corned beef. We don't have cows, bro. We had chickens, pork, um, and bread fruit. All those things, right?" Um, those are the foods he ate. So he was just like, that's not, you know, he, he yeah, corrected yeah, me because yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, because let's be simple. That's what we eat. You know, it's, it must be a traditional food. So again, that's not our tradition. That's actually kind of quite recently put yeah, in, yeah, put yeah. on us. So, um, you know, pies, all these things that like yeah, Ruskies. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> oh, Rusky. All Rusky, these traditional foods, Rusky, all these right? traditional foods, <laughs> all the traditional foods that we're talking about, like, you yeah. know, like Coke and um, all these things like, no, they're not our traditions, man. This is yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. you know, we we are, hey, South Auckland, in the, at the end of the day, South Auckland was, was like a hole, like that they dug out and put all these real quick houses there. Because you got to remember, a lot of us islanders came in the 40s, 50s Yo. Mm, yeah. as people to help run, factory, like as labor, yeah, yeah, as yeah, a labor yeah. force. Like half of us were here, most of us here to, to help run the factories and, and to do the labor that not New Zealand for some reason didn't have or people willing to do that. Mm. Um, so... You know, a lot of these things that we believe are just part of our ways, half of that only just came in 50 years ago, 60, 70 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. It's not that old. It's not that old. Like, it really ain't that old. Like, um, so again, like when I look at our behaviors and I look at um, who we are now, so things like, yeah, were we always hypocrites? Maybe. Like, you know, maybe that was always part of our culture, maybe. But that doesn't mean we need to carry it forward. So yeah, at least yeah, if we good. can, like, if we're honest about it, like, if we're real honest about who we are as people, and look at our look at ourselves with the warts and all, because this is the thing: is like we can blame colonization, or we can blame colonization, yeah, yeah. we can blame the man, we can blame, but there's still islanders doing really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's for cool. sure, man. Love you that. Know? So what's the excuse? Like, yeah, yeah, if they can do it, we can do it. You know, what that's I mean? mean, and that's. I, I yeah, think that's I was, what it is. I was gonna ask you a question on like, what are your thoughts on systemic racism, like, or institutional? Racism, like how things are set up yep. and was sort of goes against us. And we had uh, a guest last week who sort of talked about um, who had ideas or shed some some light on systemic racism and or lack of. Mm. And but he really challenges us in terms of like how it's made us have this victim mentality. Yeah. And like we need to really move forward. Or there was yep. how do yeah? What are your thoughts around then? It's, um, How do we challenge it? <laughs> well, well we, we, yeah, we can either... No, it's true. Like, uh, uh, the best way I can sort of describe it is, like, just recently we had a kid uh, for ACB that we sent over to the States, Jackson Kiss, and he went to Baltimore, right? And, and Baltimore is part of the DMV in America. So grassroots basketball in America, if you come from the DMV, which is uh, Washington, D.C., Virginia, and Maryland, where Baltimore is, you're one of the best in the country. Like they produce the best basketball players. So Kevin Durant, uh, all those dudes come from that area. Carmelo Anthony, all those dudes. So um, Jackson, we sent over there, right? And we sent over there to um, because Mallow wanted him. So the Carmelo Anthony's team wanted him, and he he was picked to play there. Um, when he got there, he was really confronted. 
and and this was the thing like I, I had conversations before before you went and I was like bro you're like you know because you, you worry about it sometimes you see these African Americans bro you see Jordan mm. and the things they do on court right and you're like man these dudes are they're fast they can run just as fast as me they can jump just as high but I said man we're, we're different we're from we're from Pacific Islands bro and like we are made for contact mm. we're heavier like and and believe me I played against African Americans I played against them and they're out the gate like the athleticism is out the gate but I can run with them I could jump with them um they couldn't really bang with me though so this, this was the thing and so I told him I was like bro you have something different like you know what I mean and when you go over there um just just be like you know and 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 be something so what what he came came back with though was that over there they got nothing bro. like if you don't work you don't get the benefit right you go hungry Right, that's it. Half these kids, their meal ticket is basketball. Like their parents, they got come from single parent households, and the parents pressure on these kids. Like the the environment's toxic over there, bro. Wow. But they produce the top one percent, right? They wow. produce the best players yeah, in the country, yeah. but everybody else is left to the wayside. Wow. And and so for me, what I think the biggest thing for us as Polynesians here in South in, in New Zealand is that we really complain about our situation. Wow. Um, and and it's, and and he did have yeah. a point. Like you know, we do become victims. Mm. Um, we have become victims, um, but it is a different. It's a different thing because we actually never lost our sovereignty. Like Tonga hasn't been colonized yet, bro. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. Tonga nearly colonizes Otahu every like they colonize <laughs> New Zealand every year. The MMT place, um, you know, like they they're still trying to colonize New Zealand. You, we all better look out, bro, because you know. Um, but that's that's um, this is what I, I believe for us is that you got to really look where we came from and then accept what happened. So we got to accept what happened. We got to accept that Samoa is pretty much sold up the creek. Um, yeah. Like New Zealand has been colonized, and yes, we are here. Um, and systemic racism is there. Like we, like I said, we all went to primary school, um, so we know what it's like in New Zealand. Um, and we, and that type of racism, man, that type of racism defeats your that defeats your confidence. Mm. So if you're defeating kids' confidence at five years old, they, man, you're giving them a really hard a really hard road. And then if you're a victim on top of that, um, you're. <sighs> How how can you ever pull yourself out? Oh. Because everything's against you. It's never, you're not going to have hope yeah. because you're a victim. It's always going to be like the system is too big, you know. Um, but again, open your eyes. Um, open your eyes. And and this is one. This is probably a message. Use Powerful. your first word poverty. First word poverty is our advantage. Like it's not as bad as we really think. Like you know mm. we can still live, mm. but we got to look at poverty in a different way because it builds us in a way. Like we think we grew up with nothing, so when we get some money, we buy some kicks, we buy some, we buy like a Subaru with like spoiled all that stuff at two two twelves in the back, yeah. whatever. We 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 buy these things, and then we we spoil our kids, mm. and we're still poor. <laughs> like you know, we're yeah. still poor. Spoil it, poor spoiled kids is probably the worst thing ever, bro. Like, because if you're poor, being spoiled is the worst thing. That's it's not going to help you achieve what you need to achieve. Yeah. It's not going to pull you out of poverty oh. if you're spoiled, right? Um, and and it's so for me it's it's like let's take advantage of our poverty let's take advantage of the fact that we got nothing we yeah we can live on noodles we have been right so while I build my wealth I'll just live on noodles That's until cool. I can buy a house until I can build a company so like with ACB and and with and this is probably part of the conversation I haven't really added in is the business side of things um, and like Kiwi Daddies. And those spaces are cool. But this is one of the more defining things that I've done as ACB, Auckland City Basketball. We stood up to basketball. We stand up. We still stand there in front of Basketball New Zealand. And we're not endorsed by them. We're still standing there. We've sent, you know, we've um, 
we have been unfunded for two years. Um, we've been running around, people calling us crazy, calling us, talking all the smack, saying we're aggressive. You know, they use those catchwords for, for, for us um, because, you know, Lindsay's got tattoos, he's Māori. Um, I say things. I don't say things, I say things and people don't like it. Like, you know, um, but it's confronting. I don't change the way I dress. Yeah. Um, I walk into all business meetings this way. I don't try to change... I don't, I don't want to be a dancing monkey, man. Like my, my grandparents used to, and this is why, my grandparents used to always go, oh, he's a smart man, just because he's wearing a suit. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, mm, <laughs> no, nah, do you know half the stuff he was just saying? Like, you know, like, um, so for me, it's like, now nah, I'd rather confront in the business space that this is who I am. I'm from South Auckland. I'm a, I am a half cast from South Auckland and we weren't raised the same way. Um, we, we were different and I am going to confront you in the space. I'm not going to assimilate to what you want me to be. I'm not going to wear the suit that you need me to. And I'm not going to speak in a way that makes you comfortable. Um, but I will do the work that you, like, you know, I'll just do the work better than everyone else. Yeah. And that's it. And because we're built for it. We're built to be poor. We're built to not eat. Like, you know, like, you know, yeah. we, we can sit in. Yeah. We're resilient, man. Like, why? Yeah, well. You know what I mean? Like, so we should be undefeated at all times um, when we're coming through. Because I think, struggle, what's the point of struggling? Mm. What's the point of it? Like, what's the point of walking through all of that? to not learn from it, like, yeah. you know? Um, and what's the point of our parents walking those pathways for us to go do the same damn thing? Um, I'm sick of digging people's holes, bro. I'm sick of seeing um, Polynesian digging people's holes while everyone's standing around the dude watching mm. them. Because that's that, that's how it's always been. That's a, that's a normal image. There's the brown heavy lifter lifting the rocks, lifting digging the holes, and there's lots of dudes standing around clean hands watching them do it. Um, and we've, hey, we're, we're all humble about it. So we, we all did dig in and, and make sure that our masters are happy. Wow. Um, and maybe it is systemic racism that puts us in that place. Um, but we are still wild in our brains, man. We're ulvale. You know, they say it's ulvale, but I just say high energy. Um, yeah. And that energy, once you can mold it and point it in the right direction, it's hard to catch, man. Hard to catch. How, how, how do you change it then, PJ? Because... Uh, the last case we had a similar, very similar mindset in terms of, hey, I'm not rocking up to a meeting and with a suit. You know, tell, you didn't have to tell me how to how to speak and all that kind of stuff. But how do how do we change that mindset for our men, or more so our Pacific men, in terms of like, hey, I can. It doesn't matter how I talk. I don't have to be eloquent. Or I don't have to articulate it. I can just rock up to a meeting. I can I, I can be quite entrepreneurial. I can do things. But how do we? Because I, I think that's a question that needs to be asked: is how or where does it start? Where does it start for our men to say, hey, you know what, I can actually do this. I doesn't have to um, assimilate to the, the mold of, of, of this is how they do it. I can actually just create my own lane. So how? Because and you and you are you you're probably one of the very few. PJ, you, you're very entrepreneurial. You're out there. You're doing your thing. But how do we get um, our men in, in, in particular to say, hey, I need to kind of flick the switch and say, hey, I need to change something. But how, how do we do that? Well, you got to remember. Like, so I, I can only speak about my own journey. Yeah, yeah, but, no, um, yeah please. Yeah. How how did you? What, what, what was the defining moment for you to say, you know what? I'm just going to flick the switch. I've had enough of this shit. I'm just going to go. Well, so after Lysel, um, I went to Avondale College because I got, um, so second year seven. I went second year seven because I have to finish my seven years at Lysel. Mm. As you do. Well, if you're not kicked out or left <laughs> yeah. um, But my seventh, my um, second year seven, I went to Avondale. And what happened there was I told my mom I didn't want to go to university. I was like, like I passed, I passed. I was, I was, I was always a good student. Like I was, bro. Like I, school C was made for me. Like I can read something two weeks, I'm sweet. Like I muck around all year, mm -hmm. so I was always getting like E's 
and A for achievement. So E for effort, or E for effort and attitude, and then A for achievement. Like you know, so it was like teachers say to me. But same, like so, what happened was when I went to um, I pursued my basketball, and basketball wasn't a thing. Like there's no pathway, bro. Like mm. I started on Boundary Road, and um, at, at the Velodrome. That's where I <laughs> learned how to hoop. And then I went to I accidentally made a county's trial because I turned up to Alan Brewster Rick by accident because I was trying to go play um, thing hoops and there was a trial and they said, oh, how old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm like 16, whatever. And they were like, oh, you want to come trial? And I was like, oh yeah, I'll come trial. And I dunked on the like one of their best players and I was like, that's the first thing I did. And then I made that team, right? So coming through, I was like, I was gaining confidence and um, things like that. But then, bro, like I wasn't, long story short. So I went to, I played in the NBL, New Zealand NBL. Um, I got picked up and played for Auckland Stars for a few years and then played uh, for Taranaki Mountaineers. Um, then my grandmother got cancer. So I was raised by my grandmother. And they she got cancer, so she was diagnosed for a year. And I, I did get a – I just got called from my friend saying, let's go to Melbourne. Um, and I and Taranaki were going to give me a new contract. So I was pretty happy in that sense because I was thinking. And then when they said that, I was like, oh, I'm coming back to Mang- I'm coming back to Mangari. I'm going to go live with my grandparents for a year. And just spend that time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just because that's my, you know, I want to spend that time with her. Um, but, man, life, man, just South Auckland life, bro. I came back, started eating pies. I, I didn't have to wake up at 6 in the morning in a train. Um, like, you know, because we're, we're on the verge of just being fat dudes, like, our whole lives. Like, you know, once we start walking consistently or, yeah. or doing some activity, we start blowing up. Um, that's just because of our diets, right? So when I, when I left basketball, I did the 9 to 5. And I did the nine to five. I went into retail, um, and though, and in that nine to five, I found I started to become lower. Just started to be lower in my my thoughts of myself and my ambition. Yeah. Um, and I did become a nine to five worker man on the ground, and I could have never really see. And then once I had kids, it just totally like I was like shucks. I haven't created a career for myself. I don't have. I haven't bought a house. I haven't done these things, and I'm I've got a boy on the way. So at that time, I was, I was a full nine to five worker. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, weekends, weekends were, were a thing for me. Um, and I used to look forward to them. Um, I used to work, like I used to dread sitting in the car and, and going to work every day. I hated my job. Like I just like retail because I like girls and clothes and I don't want to dig holes. So like, you know, they pay you the same to go talk to girls all day. Like, you know what I mean? And, and instead of going thinking holes with my friends, so I was like, ah, I'm going to go work over here um, <laughs> and work in the malls and stuff. And um, so doing that, it really put me in this funny vibe. But then I always felt that I should do more. Always felt I should do more. Um, and then when Toko, like I, I, I just, I was just, like I left retail. I was doing well. I was getting manager, retail manager, blah, blah, blah. I hated it. Every time I go up, there was another boss i always yeah. had another boss and what i come to realize after all of it is that i just don't like having a boss right so it's like i got no yeah, use yeah. so same old thing um but you just got to do it and i talked to mikhail mulipolo you know mikhail he's a comic book artist yeah yeah, oh, artist. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. and it's funny because like he was like because i was just trying to surround myself with, with like toko was toko was like a real he's an entrepreneur yeah. like you know he was, he was on his hustle and he and he's doing really well in new japan Mm-hmm. Um, pro wrestling he had a really big thing and so I was really just interested in what he was doing I was like man it's awesome like I was just really happy to see somebody doing these things and I was like I, I can help you like you know so I started helping him with uh, social media content and writing stuff um, and I just kept telling my wife I was like yo I know we make good money at where I'm at because I ended up being a, a 
And this is the thing, you become a slave to your wage, right? Uh, you become a slave wow. to your wage, you become a slave to your bills. Yeah. Um, and you don't see, and you will never move because you, unless you have something secure, right? Because that's yeah. how you move. You, go, you have something secure for your, for your thing. Um, so, yeah, I just told my, again, another stupid, a stupid idea of mine is like to go, nah, I know I make the most, but how about I stop working wow. and we'll just live off your wage, right? And she's like, we can't live in this house no more. Um, what's your options? Like, you know, I was like, oh, we'll go live with my sister um, and live in a room. Like, you know, so it's, you, man, you, honestly, it's reckless, bro. It's actually reckless. Like, when you, when you do it, you're like, shit should I do this? Like, you know, ah, let's do it anyway. And then you do it and you start moving. And honestly, you don't know what you're doing until you just got to do it. Like you really just got to do it. Like you can't talk about it no more. Cause I talked, I talked to high heavens, bro, like for five years to myself. I'm telling you, I should do this. I should do that. I should do this. I got sick of saying I should do stuff and just started doing it. Like, you know, and, and when I didn't want to, that's when I did it. Like, you know, so, and this is, that was the change I made was doing it when I didn't want to do it. Um, and doing stuff that was quite scary and just do it anyway. Um, put yourself out there was was Mikael's words to me. Um, and though, yeah. hey, that's it's such a simple, I've heard this before, like, you know, but for some reason I was re I was, I was receptive at that time. I was, um, I just heard him. And, and when he said, just put yourself out there, bro, and see what happened. Wow. What'd you got to lose? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my staff, will my kids starve? Nah, they won't starve. Um, well, I don't live in the jungle. I don't live in a lion's den. Like, you know, I'm not on a lion's mm. den. I'm not, <coughs> I'm capable. Like, and these are the things is that you need some confidence in yourself. And and, oh. and, and, and it will only come when you take the step. Because, yeah. bro, it's so scary. It's so scary to to not know if you're going to get paid. Like, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. like you got rent and stuff. And um, and not thinking that you're going to do well. And the worst part was that I failed. So yeah. we went into business and I failed. And, bro, it was like big promises. Like, you know, I was like, yo, if we do this, we're going to blah, 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 projecting. As you do. And you, you try to stay confident. Like, you try and be positive. Um... I think from from that first experience and all of that and, and coming to now, all I can say is to people is that just one, persistence will get you there. Mm. Like, do not stop. If you think you've got a good idea, just go. Like, don't. Mm. And, and when you mess up and when you fuck up and when you, because yeah. you will, yeah. it will. And there'll be times where it should be, where you're like, shit, I'm just going to walk away from this. Just don't. Mm. Like, and, and like, it sounds easy, right? But just don't. Just do it. Keep doing it. Kiwi Days, my, my wife used to ask me, why the hell are you doing KDs? You're not getting paid for this. And I was like, I don't know. You just got to do it. Like, you know, I was like, I feel I just got to do it. Mm. And she was just like, bro, it's your, it's, your, <laughs> it's your funeral. You're the one that's waking up early in the morning. Like, you know what I mean? You're the one with the lack of sleep and being grumpy and all of this. Um, and I just, I was like, no, nah, I got to do it. It only brings good things, bro. Like, so mm. the more you move positively, the more you just go and just go, nah, man, I know I'm, what I'm doing is right. Yeah. Just do what's right. Like, just do what's right by you and by like, and, and hey, there's the old, the old adages of, Treat people as you like to be treated, yeah, like, yeah, like real yeah. simple things. Yeah. Like keep it real simple. I mean, those like yo, I'm not biblical, but I'm not religious no more. But I'll still, yeah. I still live by the teachings yeah. in the Bible because yeah, yeah, there's still good teachings there. Mm. But there's good teachings everywhere for me, mm. um, and I'll just pull from anywhere. But that's just me, like you know what I mean. And and for, um, and, but I'm allowed, and I'm allowed to pull from all cultures because I'm human too. So like yeah. you know, people are like, like I take heaps from the Japanese culture, I take heaps from the Chinese culture, um, because why? Because I'm human. It's human culture. Um, and I'm allowed, and mm. so. But as long as I, as long as I try and learn it with respect, like you know, give yourself respect and give that culture respect, you can build yourself to be something new, something good. Um, and bro, there's no excuse. 
We got yeah, we got yeah, super computers. Man, we got cool. super computers that's in our pockets. I love that. So much, bro. There's there's heaps and what you said. So encouraging. I felt empowered. I love when you said, um, you know, became a slave to the wage. I mean, and a lot of our people are slaves to the wage because they start, you know, they've worked hard to get to where they are, but they're unhappy and they right. always have these dreams, but just too too scared to pursue it. And um, yeah, I, man, I hope whoever's listening that you feel empowered that even if you do pursue it, it's not easy. The brother here failed, yeah, but man, yeah, man, look at him now. He's are you much happier pursuing what you're doing? I'm happy, bro. And this is where you win. Nice. This is where you win. Yo. Like um but then hey, we still gotta be smart. Yeah. Because we can do there's lots of us been doing good works for years. Yeah. For mm. a long, long, long time. Pacifica men been doing have been on the coal face in regards to like social work. Yeah. Um on the ground, because we know the pain. However, a lot of and I remember him and, and much love to all the brothers that have come before, but a lot of them weren't fixing themselves. A lot of them were damaged, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of them were damaged. And and you, you, I remember, like, some of the best ones, the most heartfelt ones, they're the biggest ones. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So to me, that's, that's an issue for them. Yeah. Um, they, they have their personal oh, wow. issues, but they're still trying to give. Um, but they're not getting paid either. So they're oh. still driving in, like, like, you know, broken down cars, and they're not living well. They're stressed out. Um, yet they give all the value on the ground. And... Now knowing what I know in regards to the funding space, whatever value you produce on the ground is always creates value somewhere and someone yeah. will get paid for it, right? So if you're down here doing great things with kids, somebody's going to get paid for your value, bro. Like, oh. you know what I mean? And they might go to you, hey, man, I'll pay you $40 an hour. <laughs> cool, right? Oh, Sweet. Man. And that sounds cool. That sounds cool to our, yeah. our normal standard. Yeah. $40 nearly double what our normal standard is. But... He's getting paid 100 grand. He's getting paid 100k of that funding money. So for me, like ACB, all the things we do today, um, it's not just in my mannerisms and the way I confront business. It's not in the way I dress. It's the way I do things. I'm still intelligent. Like I'm Ooh. just as intelligent as anybody out there. Um, I have street smarts. I didn't go to university. I know different things that they don't know. Like you know, yeah. I know for sure. And yeah. and I have sort of taken away the veil of. Of your of your um, of things like oh he's a CEO titles these people have titles and they got suits and it's kind of sometimes when you walk in you're like a little bit intimidated I'm no more bro like I'll take you for the person you are so if oh, you are cool. if you're a CEO I'm gonna listen to the answers you have I'm gonna listen to the type of person you are <laughs> and the way you treat people around you yeah you might be a CEO but you're still a dick like you know like <laughs> and if you're a dick then I don't care how much money you yeah. got you're still a dick like that's it. So you can live being a dick with heaps of money. I, I, that's not that's not one of my goals. Like nice. you know, that's not what I'm trying to achieve. So, I think for us, if you want to go do your thing, go do your thing. Do it with passion and love, and don't half step, bro. Like this mm, is the thing: is mm, a half of us mm. go out and say we, oh yeah, we worked hard, but be honest, be honest. Like if you, some dudes take advantage. Like they get the eight, like you know, they 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 start the business and they get like they get a loan or something, and they're living off credit. And like they, they get the nice car and then they like, bro, some of them are so happy just to have their name on a business card. I was like, bro, these are all facade things. Mm. Like this is all a facade. Like you giving out the business card, talking that rap, like, you know, like you're talking like you, you do this and that and you're busy. But if you ain't actually doing that, then you're not going to achieve nothing. Like mm. you actually got to move. And if you don't move, it will come apparent, bro. Like you have to put in the work. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. if you don't, because no one else is. Going like, to get exposed. You'll get exposed, bro, because, like, this is from a nine to five. That was the scariest thing. 
when I left my nine to five was the support of the nine to five. Yeah. Was the business there. I've, I've got resources. I've yeah. got, uh, like I can steal all the paper I want and all the pens I want. <laughs> I, can print um, as much as I, want. I can print as much as I want. <laughs> oh, they got a printer. Um, I've only got a broken iPhone six. Uh, like, you know, there's a whole lot of things, but ultimately you're just like, nah, man, I've got it. I got it. Like I know, um, I love what I do and, and just understand we're great, man. Like mm. we're great. Like we really oh. are. Like, so if you don't feel great and this is not a, this is not a cultural thing. It's not just Pacifica people. It's anyone who's in poverty. It's anyone who's growing up with, just like redheads, bro, they get they get mocked just as much. Like, you know, they really do. And like, they're just as ulvali as we are. Like, I teach these cats. They're ulvali, bro. Um, they're high energy. Like, you know what I mean? They're high energy. Just like uh, just like our kids. So to me, I, I, I always say it's like, yo, whatever struggles you have, whether it's being in trouble all the time for being ulvali, for being naughty, all these things, that naughtiness, if you can if you can harness that thing and point it in the right direction, you'll do way better than a lot of other people because people are lazy, bro. Mm. People eat us, mm. for real. Heaps of them are. And yeah, we'll just believe that they are and, and just work hard and believe in what you do every day. That's so cool. I, I appreciate what you, you're saying there, PJ, because I think you're absolutely right. I think there's a lot of guys out there who say, you know what, I'm going to take that step. I'm just going to just go for it like you're saying. But I, like, I, I appreciate the fact that you're saying, hey, once you take that step, there's, there's some, there's, get ready for the hard yards, man. Get ready for the disappointment. Get ready for the failures, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think I, like, I love what you said in terms of, hey, there's some guys out there, that, hey, let's do it. But I'm just, I just want to get, do it because I just got this card. It's got this title or my name on it. That's right. And it's just raw, half pipe, you know. It's just, okay, just, that's enough. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but I love the fact that there are men like yourself, more so Pacifica men, who are really taking that, that leap of faith and say, hey, I'm just going to do it. I'm just for the long haul. I'm just going to go for it. And regardless of all the crap that happens and mm. all the hardship, I'm still going to pursue it. And I think, because it does sound easy. It sounds easy. Okay, just do it. Okay, just do it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get stuck with the help. Well, how do I do it? And all that kind of stuff. And then you're absolutely right. What you and Charles were saying, the security is no longer there. The, the, you know, my my wages, all that kind of stuff. But I think the more of more men, more Pacifica men who are kind of courageous enough. And I think a lot of them who are watching this are going to be encouraged to say, "Yeah, man, you know what? I'm, I'm quitting my yeah. job tomorrow now." <laughs> man, you know what? He's, what he's saying makes perfect And for a lot of them, it's going to resonate with them. Okay. Man, hey, there's some there's a lot of truth in that. Maybe I, I just just I need to back myself. Yeah, I need to, I need to like he's saying confidence. I need to back myself. Yeah. I need to really believe I'm, that I'm hey, worth it. That I'm good at. And and, and you you're can, right. Yeah, and you can do stupid things like like <laughs> quit your job tomorrow. Like you can do it in a stupid way. But there's consequences to all your all yeah, things, yeah, yeah. right? Like, Okay, um, I always quit my job. No, but that's, it's like you, you, you know, like yeah. you can you can listen to all the Tony Robbins. You can listen to yeah. all these things. Um, they all saying the same things, bro. And half of the time they're hustling you. Like that's yeah. that's their hustle. Their hustle is to motivate you, right? Um, so if you feel motivated, cool. Um, but remember, their journey is their journey. Yeah. So try not to take the step by step approach. Like you know, like there are there are steps. There are like listen to Nipsey Hustle. There yeah, you'll you'll learn more there. Like you know, because that guy will give you steps on how to make money. Um, but don't try and sell drugs. But you know, this is the thing. Like it's, it's. I think for us as as um, Pacifica people, one, fill yourself up, um, know yourself. Because I talked to my my nephew the other day. I, I dropped him off to school, and he was he's year twelve at, at Sacred, and he's just like, I was like, bro, what are you doing? What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And obviously, that question to all all kids are like, yeah. oh. but he was he used to be adamant he wanted to be an architect, right? And then when he and he was like, oh, I wanted to be an architect, but I don't know. And I was like. All right. So do you like looking at shapes all day? Like, do you look at buildings and, and does it make you happy? Like to look at a building and go, wow, that's really well constructed. Like, I really like how that was. I wonder how he, do you think about that all day? And I asked him and he was like, no. 
So mm. why do you want to be an architect? Like, you know, why do you want to do that? It doesn't mm. excite you, bro. Like, yeah, he goes, yeah. what excites you? And he goes, gaming? And I was like, okay, fair. Like, you know, like yeah. sometimes you don't want to hear that. Sh- you want to hear that shit from him. I was <laughs> like, um, well, so how often do you game? And he's like, oh, a few hours, blah, blah. I was like, so what do you get? What do you like about it? Like, are you any good? Like, mm. have you been putting in work? Are you going to get paid for it? Like, because if you like it, you need to get paid for what you do. Like, mm. if you, because time is everything. And this is the problem. Don't ever say time is money because time is way more valuable than money. Mm. Way more valuable than money. Um, people are trying to get money so they can have time. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like they, they well, exchange it for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and so, because that's what I understand I have now mm. is I get to take my son to school. When I work retail, I never did because I had to leave at seven. Like, you know, um, but I get to take him to school and then I go and do my things. I, I work around my family. So my my schedule, so though I don't get like, you know, we're starting to see some money. We're starting to see some revenue and things like that because we're working smart. We're not mm. just working dumb. Like we're not just out here running around. Um, we're trying to focus and be sustainable and, and leave legacy. So we have to make sure that we can go 10 years into the future, 20 years into the future. And, and, and that's something that's going to stand and be, that's going to be, and whether they remember my name or not, I don't care. But the building will be there, you know, and, and the people doing it will be there and they learn from us. Who cares who, bro, like, just uh, just be a leaf in the wind, bro, and done, gone. Like, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, you know, I'm okay with leaving that type of legacy. But I think for my children and I think for our people, um, man, you just got to do what you really enjoy, how you spend, just to keep it simple. Keep it real. Like, honestly, when you're setting goals, keep it simple, man. Don't be specific. And don't don't ever make it material. Because a material thing, I, hey, I've, yeah. I, I know the richest. I know some of the richest cats. Um, they still crying in their Lamborghinis, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like a Lamborghini still doesn't help them emotionally, um, or a massive house doesn't help them emotionally, um, and they're unhappy half them. Like you know, so I'm like, oh, I can't be unhappy in a mansion, bro. Like I would rather just be happy where I'm at. You know, so for us as people, again, if you want to be entrepreneur, if you want to change your pathway, you can. Um, if you do it in a reckless way, you'll get reckless results. And that's okay. Sometimes, hey, sometimes yeah. you get fast and sometimes you're lucky um, because you're putting it out there. You know what I mean? Like you're just doing it. Um, you might think, but you might fail. And then on that failure, you can't just think, oh, okay, that's it, done. This is a long haul. Like yeah. if you're in it for, if you want to build something sustainable. That's good. Because everything's a, everything's a pyramid scheme. Mm. Everything, <laughs> is. everything is. And we're. So business, the, business is a pyramid scheme. Everyone's trying to be an instant kiwi, scratch it, <laughs> try to win. That's right. Like, <laughs> hey, what, what's hope in South Auckland is lotto. Like, you know, yeah, well, it's the pokies. Yeah, yeah. um, no, nah, that's not hope no more. Like my mum used to say, oh, you're going to have to win lotto. I was like, hell no. Nah, it's I'm, good, not, I'm not even going to buy a lotto ticket. I don't want to. I don't like buying lotto yeah. tickets because then that's, again, false hope. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to. Stop buying. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 dude, dude. Yeah, no, I hey, grew up hey. on that. So it's really like I've had a taint of view about. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good, bro. I just felt like just sat in a, a masterclass. Eh? <laughs> yeah, some some nuggets, Shout man. Some nuggets, so much DJ. good nuggets, and oh, I've been inspired. And oh yeah. man, just want to yeah. honor the work you do, brother. But t- well, tell us, PJ, because what, what, what is it that you and your wife are doing in terms of the core business? Is it the basketball business or, or is so, it just... So Foundation Basketball Limited is um, my sole company. And so ACB is an umbrella. So what we did was I created Foundation Basketball, um, which is limited liability business. So that's the easiest way to start business. It's about 150 bucks. Like for real, if you want to start a business and be a businessman, register yourself. 
mm-hmm. then you're a businessman. Like, you know, that's it. Like, if you own a business, it doesn't mean it makes money, but yeah, yeah. you own it, right? Just um, so little steps like that. So, like, you know, if, if you want to be an entrepreneur, start a business. Like, for real. Like, just go register one under a name that you want and get a – it costs you about 150 160 about 200 bucks, right? Because you've got to get a domain as well. Um, but, like, yeah, uh, um, I think – what's the question? I lost. Oh, no, no, that, that, your business. Tell us about your core business because I want to say So, foundation, yeah. So, I use basketball. So, my 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 premise with basketball is that it is, um, I take it from when I was at the Velodrome, what it did for us there, um, what kind of space it was. And it was a it was a safe space for us. Like, all the gangsters used to come. Like, I lived yeah. on Sandrine Ave. Like, you know, like, that's where the Killer Bee started. Like, you know, I was amongst some of these rough, rough fellas. Um, I just never was that way. Like, you know what I mean? I just yeah. never was. I did, it didn't appeal to me. Um, but sports did. So when we went to those spaces, um, I was like, man, this creates, like, one, it gets these dudes off the off the road. They ain't out there stealing cars or they ain't, out, like, we know the ones. But they're here hooping with us. Mm-hmm. And then some of the families, man, I've seen over years, like, they just changed. Like, some of the ones that were ruffians like that, you were scared. Like, I was scared of some of these dudes as, <laughs> like, around, like, Clover Park. <laughs> La Malaysia brothers. Like, you know, like, if you're from the area, you, <laughs> you, you, you don't walk brothers, down Dawson yeah. Road. You don't walk down <laughs> Like, you just... You cross the road. You cross the road. <laughs> like, there, yeah, there's certain dudes that you cross the road to. Um, and so, for me, that space is what I try to emulate with foundation. Um, because basketball to me is um, it's a life tool. So I learned more in basketball than I learned in math. Like I really did. Like Bogan was cool, but uh, I couldn't understand. <laughs> um, Wally was cool, but I couldn't understand. <laughs> I wasn't down with it, but well, I did learn. I learned so much in, in hoops because hoops, basketball to especially if I'm looking at Pacifica kids and Pacifica people, it gives you confidence the real way. Yeah. So you gain confidence through work. Mm. I'm confident in my dribble because I've been working on my dribble. I can't just run down the court and dribble the ball and have be awareness without someone taking it from me because you can't do that unpracticed. It just doesn't. Nobody can. There's nobody can. So you can be very tall and athletic, but you can't dribble the ball. You need someone to pass you the ball, um, like Kareem and all those dudes, right? So for me, like like rugby, so let's take rugby league. Um, it was easy for me. I was, I was a big cat, heavy. I can catch and I can run. And I, could, I had a bit of speed, so... Yeah, I could score a try. And to me, like, I was a superstar after my first game. Like, oh, you scored five tries, you must be really good. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really achieve anything in my, in my head. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like I, like I did something, right? Mm. Um, but then as you get up in the grades, you understand. It's like, oh, wait, these dudes, these dudes hit me harder. Mm. Like, they hit me harder. Like, these dudes are a bit big. It's a bit confronting. Um, and because you, I didn't put in the work, like, you know, you put in the work, I'm not ready for that. Whereas when I went to hoops, I was no good straight from the get-go. Like, and though I was tall, everyone expected me to do things. I couldn't dribble, couldn't shoot. I thought I was good, and then I wasn't, and then everyone teased me, and then I went home crying. Like, that, that's, that's my first basketball experience. But from that point on, I knew that I'm just going to work at it, right? And so everything I have in my game, like my jump shot, all of that, that's made from me. Wow. Um, it's not made from no one else. No one put in those thousands of hours. Like, you know, like, and this is what I hate. Like, I can, I can own it. Like when someone goes, man, you got a good jump shot. I'm like, thanks. Because I worked on that shit. Yeah, like, I worked nice, on that shit. Nice, like, you know like what I mean? Like, yeah. I can say thank you for it's that cool. because I worked on that shit. So I own it. Yeah. Nice. Um, and like, so for me, teaching a kid, because what that did for me was to learn to chip away. So nothing, things that you really want, if you really want it, you got to chip away. And you're going to be shit at it for a while. Mm. And until you, uh, until you have it, until you work hard enough to a point where you can gain, gain value out of it, then that's when you probably will get paid. So half the time, half of us are trying to get paid for like brands, 
uh, for like the facade, right? So we're trying to present ourselves, blah, blah, blah. So I say, nah, be real and have integrity. A ball don't lie. That's one of those things in basketball. Basketball don't lie. Mm. So you can tell me you've been working. You've been telling me you're working on your jump shot, but it ain't going to go in if you ain't been working on it. You ain't going to have a handle. I'm going to take it from you because you ain't been working on it. Like, you know, it's just facts. So for me, that gives me confidence. Yeah. So this is why this is what I do is I give um, confidence. Whew. This is how I nice, instill it. Nice. You know? I love it. I love it. I love the fact you do that, and I love the fact that you kind of give our our people, or or boys, and or anyone, anyone confidence. And I think that's, I think it's really lacking, really lacking in our communities, um, even just our men in general, just that confidence to, to give things a go. And I, and I know a lot of our men have all these dreams. Oh man, I want to do this. But because of the, the lack of confidence, it's just kind of hinders them and it kind of stumps them. Oh, and then just kind of give, kind of give up before we even. And because we don't we don't have a template, half yeah. of us like half of us came from hole diggers, came from like cleaners. They came from like you know, so they don't have that knowledge that everyone else just apparently has. Like you know, I didn't know that you could just start a business like that. Um, I didn't know that you had to have GST registration, like you know, all these things yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I just didn't know. But they're actually really easy, and they were um, scary when I first. Like when I was kind of like, Ooh, can I do it? And then I started doing it. I was like, man, this is easy. Like, and this is what I realized. I was like, yo, this is easy. And then I started thinking, maybe I'm fooling myself. Maybe I am just as capable as anybody mm. else. You know what I mean? And um, maybe I can do this. Like he's a CEO and he does this. And I just talked to him and he's an idiot. So, yo, like, what is this? Like, you know, like, like again, it's cool. But this is what it is. The board don't lie, bro. So I'm going to like, I'm going to look at people and I do look at people in a way that is um, it's not what you got. It's not what you're wearing. It's not. It's not your name. It's not the 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 degrees you have. None of that. I'm gonna see if you're good. If you're a good person, I'm gonna see if I can look you in the face and you. You, you know what I mean? Like if you if you really talk about what you do. Like if you're a real person. Um, if you're Edas, then stuff that like we we ain't gonna work. Mm. And I'm gonna take your stuff for real. Like I'm I'm gonna take your I'm gonna <laughs> take the cool. spot. Like because you're not worthy. Mm. Like we've been working hard. Like we come through the fire for what. Um, we come through the fire just because we're born in the fire. Like yeah. we're born in it. Oh, nice. Right? So why Love are we coming? Like, bro, like how can I not achieve? And how can we not achieve? Yeah. Just, I know trauma is really hard to get through. And, mm. and this is one thing that we do have. Um, that, and this is the trauma, bro. Like mm. some of the hidings, I don't know how people have confidence from the hidings we got. <laughs> how, how, how is it possible to be beaten down like that and yeah. then to think you're okay? To think yeah. you're a good person and that you're going to be all right um, when you're fearful? of the people that love you because they say they do it because they love you. But there's yeah, no love yeah. in that hit. Like, for real, I, there's no love in a hit. I don't mm. care what anyone says. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, my grandfather used to say that to me. I hit, I hit you because I love you. I was like, yo, that don't make sense. Mm. And then I get hiding again. Yeah. And, like, the thing was for me was that I've, I've always been lippy and all the smacks in the mouths and all that, I still talk. So it's not going to work. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and um, yeah. Like, I've got another, oh, man, I've got so much trouble, bro. Like, like I, I can't help myself. Like at, at family gatherings, I just say some stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like, that's because I'm partly autistic too. Like I just learned this stuff. Oh, oh, you wow. Yeah, like we got yeah, but it's not a. This is the thing, it's, man. It's not a. Bro, autism is just high senses. So, yeah. um, sharp eyes. This your, this, hearing, this your superpower, man. This your superpower, super. bro. It's, and, and, and I work with a lot of autistic kids. So Foundation Basketball. So I, I work at Stonefields um, School. I have programs specific for ADHD children. I have programs specific wow. for autism. Um, um, I have programs specific for kids who need fr uh, friends, socialization pieces. Um, I have um, specific things for kids with um, 
with um, self-harming issues. So I've worked with a lot of kids um, and Foundation Basketball is the one. So this is where, that's my passion, is the social side of basketball, mm. is, the, is the impact that it has uh, in all other outcomes other than just being a good basketball player. Wow. So there's so many more outcomes, bro, from the hoops. Just because you get the, the hand-eye, um, you get to open up both dimensions of your body because you have to dribble with your left hand and your right hand. Like, you know, like these things happen. So that physical movement, and I understand that physical movement, especially for polys, we need it. If we're not moving, bro, then we are not in, we are not in our natural state. Wow. So, you know what I mean? That's our, na- our natural state is to look, like I said, go look at that surface. Go look yeah, at the yeah. surface picture, bro, and just look at him and look at his body. Like, you know what I mean? Go, that's our natural state. That's how we're supposed to look because that's how we were raised. That's that's the, what our ancestors and, and um, they had in mind for yeah. us because that's why they leave the damn coconut trees there for us. That's why they planted all these things for us and had this culture for us. And then for us to nearly lose it, like nearly lose all of it. Like we still got the song and dances. Yeah. But what is a culture? Is, a song, is our mm. culture just a song and dance? Wow. It's not. Our culture is food. Our culture is the way we move, the way yeah. we think, um, our philosophy on life, mm. the way we teach our children. Um, that's our culture. So if we're passing on um, abuse, if we're passing on sexual, physical, mental abuse, verbal abuse, that's what's going. That's the outcomes we're going to yeah. see. We're going to see those outcomes. Um, yeah. So, hey, it's we're here now, bro. Um, we're all educated. We are. We're highly educated. All of us are. Um, we went to La Salle, fine institute of education. <laughs> of course, yes. man. Of course, yes, sir. Hey, and hey, don't diss us, for real, don't diss us, <laughs> we, we are high achievers from, like, half the dudes, you know, half, like I said, like we were talking about before, half the dudes, I was like, man, I, I'm surprised you're not in jail, bro, like, mm. for real, um, and that you're living a regular life, like, you know, because yeah. um, some of the stuff that we saw and some of the stuff that we went through and um, that we think is normal is just not normal, man, like, you know. We've um, normalized it, eh? Mm. We've normalized, it's part of our culture now, we, we identify with it. Yeah. Like, I look at the stuff with uh, coming from Aussie and the kids, like, with the rap there um, and stuff like that. Like, hip-hop in New Zealand's always been it's been actually a positive space, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Um, hip-hop in New Zealand's one of our biggest outlets is, is um, um, polys and Maoris and stuff, um, sitting in the garage rapping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, dude's been doing it. Um, but then I look at the Aussie um, thing and then how they push that, uh, the gangster stuff. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, the... And, and, hey, there's a space for it. I guess um, they're trying to talk about their true lives, blah, blah, blah. But I already saw it in the 90s with African-Americans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we saw when they're trying to push that gang culture, it's because that's not a high representation of who we are. Though. Mm. There's only like 2% dudes like that. Like, you know, like we're, I'm from a gang street. Yeah. 90% of the people weren't gangsters. It's just they make a lot of noise. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah. and they're, they're highly, highly influential. So again, redefine our culture, man, because it's ours anyway. Like again, I am Samoan. So whatever I do from now on is Samoan culture. Like, yeah. you know, so because I, I am. Like, and and. And I never used to think that way, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Because you're always, on, as a half-caste, bro, you're on the, yeah. on the outside. Like, you know, like, mm. dudes are like, you're not someone, so they'll talk shit to you in someone, and I'm like, yo, fuck, I understand. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I understand what you're saying. Fuck, that's highly offensive. Oh, man, yeah. sorry, sorry, PJ, we didn't mean, mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, no, but this is what I mean, like, and, and but, hey, it's what it is. And yeah. I, I learned how to mock back, right? So I learned to use my mouth, and I was like, bro, you guys, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's what it is, but... I think for us um, going forward as people, and just anyone, man, like, again, if it's not just Pacifica-based, you know, this is for anyone who just feels like you're in a struggle because some people, bro, we just don't know. We don't know. Like, we don't know. Like, we assume. Like, you know, I've got, I got, I got good friends. <laughs> i got good friends who are, like, you know, I've got my friend Jane. She's 
you look at her and you think she's highly successful, but she's struggling. Like, you know, and, and that's the truth of it. So if we can be more honest, and this is, I think is really important social media ways, is just to be honest so that you can, just so that we're not putting out bullshit to the world. Because mm. there's enough yeah, bullshit yeah, out yeah. there, bro. Like for real, there's so much bullshit. Everyone's showing the best, but hiding the rest. Hiding the rest, and then you end up <laughs> slapping dudes on stage and can't control the shit. <laughs> can't control <laughs> the shit. Up in entanglements, so, you know, like and, That's and, cool. And your wife is, <sighs> your wife's like, are you gonna do something? <laughs> he was laughing. He was, was laughing. laughing. He was. He was laughing. We saw it, and then we saw her eye roll, and then it went blank, and then he's walking yeah, up on stage. Yeah, I was yeah. like, ah. So uh, yeah, if Chris Rock was the Rock, and the Rock said the the joke, <laughs> was what? <laughs> she'll be laughing. She'll, she'll be laughing. She'll be laughing. No, she, she'll look at him, and he'll be ignoring. Yeah. Oh, great, yeah. great joke. Great joke. Um, but hey, hey, it's a crazy. But this is crazy, bro. And this is what I mean. It's actually kind of wild. Like. I do feel like it's wild like mm. out, out, out here. Like there's a funny feeling in Auckland. Yeah, I went yeah. up to Russell. I went up north a few weeks ago. It's different, mm. um, and I just feel it's us that's creating it. Like you know, here in Auckland, like mm. man, they're not even locking doors. Half of them don't even have like masks on. Like you know, we're li- like we're kind of fearful down here. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and like once I got back, I was like, ah, this is it's negative. Um, a lot of us are feeling negative, and if I'm feeling negative, and I look at the gas price, this does like it just it might break. That's the straw that breaks it. You know what that's I mean? So true. Um, and and I don't know how much more people can take. Like yeah, you know. Um, and not everyone's an entrepreneur, so they're not going to run through yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not going to run through it and believe that it's going to be good. Some of them are getting beat down, bro. Like people are getting beat down yeah. mentally. Um, and I can feel it on the Kiwi Daddy's page. Like you just mm. you, you you get you get a ideal of the feel yeah. the feel of things. You know what I mean? when you're monitoring um, social media. So, so everybody, all the men out here, man, let's just be a, be kinder to yourselves. Yeah. Be kinder to yourselves, way. bro. Be kinder to yourselves. That's me. Um, you know, every, you, we don't have to compare ourselves to people in India. Mm. It makes no sense to me. I never, I never do that. Like, I was like, I don't need a, bro, why? Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom used to do those ones. Like, oh, you got to think of those people. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And then what? And then what? Like, yeah. I'm still hungry. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make me feel better. So I think let's look at our own backyards. Let's look at ourselves. Keep, hey, sometimes you've got to minimize. You've got to minimize mm. the, the scope. Because if you keep it open, especially with the access we have to information, mm. and, and depending on what you're feeding yourselves, like, you know, you can feed yourselves a whole thread of hate. And, and if that's what you're into, if you're into that kind of stuff, um, you will definitely find it. Um, and you'll definitely and don't ever get yeah just man try and go alright I'll think about me I'll think about my kids I'll think of the people who are around me who I interact with look after them right look after those people around you um, the people who are special stop stop dissing those people for your boss or stop dissing those people for your job or, or other people that you want to impress um, look after the people and you'll feel so much better if you look after your wife and Look after your kids or look after your partner. You'll feel good about yourself because that's your world. We yeah, say it yeah, is. Yeah. Like, you know, we say it's our world. Oh, those are, those are my family's my world. Oh, prove it. Like, mm. Prove it. Make it your world. And you will because that's the world that you control. That's the world that you have a very high influence in. As a father, you're a teacher, yeah. right? So, man, if you can do that job well, everything else, you'll start to see the circles that, uh, the circles that go beyond. You'll you'll find things just start to fall into place. So, like, though, bro, it's been a mission, six years mission. 
last two years, probably last two years, I could say. So the first five years, five, five, four, four, four years, everything was going wrong. Everything was going wrong and kept going wrong and got worse than I ever thought it would get worse. Like I was like, it can't get worse than this. Yeah, it does. And then it will get worse than that. Um, I'm in a good space now. So like though I'm happy, I'm in control of the spaces that we we didn't give up our sovereignty. Like we were, we could have sold out a couple of times. There's moments where dudes came to us and like, yo, you can do this. and and But we were like, eh, we started for a reason. Yeah. And if we sell out now, then yeah, we're sweet. We created, we created enough value for us to eat, but then we've just, mm. eat us, yeah. eat us, right? Sitting here, oh, we're going to help the community, blah, blah, blah. And then um, the first payday that comes, I roll. And nah, bro, like this is not what it's for, right? So um, yeah, put out, good, put out good energy, people. Do something good for yourself. Uh, do something good for yourself and you'll probably do something good for other people. You know what I mean? Um, and that's, that's true. And, and even if it's a positive thought, like if it's like, man, I'm shit, fuck, I'm fat. Fucking, nah, just going, oh, I got, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fat, but I can lose weight. Like you just got to try and say something nice to yourself, even yeah, if you don't yeah. believe it, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, even yeah. if you don't believe it at the time, just say something that's kind of factual. That's kind of good. Yeah. Like, you know, that's kind of yeah. good. Just say something a little bit good about yourself. Um, yeah. And you might, that might start to come out. Yeah. Bit, so cool, know? man. So cool. That's cool. Any, any last, um, Questions on Charles? Oh, man, because sit here all day. So, yeah, man, what a cool conversation. And I know there'll be a lot of, um, of our viewers that really appreciate But I just, yeah, I just wanted to take this time just to honour you also. Um, give your flowers while you're here. Um, um, you, you know, my son, he's 10. Mm-hmm. Um, rugby wasn't for him. And, you know, that's the all black, you know, that's the dream for us South Auckland parents is to have our kids make the all blacks or whatever. But he, he never liked it. He had more fun on the sideline playing with the kids yeah. um, while the game was on. I'm going, I can't disappoint. <laughs> but, you know, our, our heart is that he would, you know, find his thing. And he loves basketball. And, and because of your foundation and because of the work that you do, mm. I stumbled upon and you know my son's now going every Wednesdays to La Salle and he's having fun he loves it though the guy I think it's Patrick Patrick yeah, Pat- shout, shout out to shout the Manga United States yeah. shout, shout out, out to La them Salle. just the way he makes it fun for the kids and the way they facilitate them and my son man he, he's loving it but I'm watching all these other kids and man they got skill <laughs> and I'm yeah. going oh so shout out for the work that you do so you know Basketball wasn't a thing back then. Mm. Um, it was though. This is the thing. Oh. And this is, hey, see, I didn't correct even, it. I correct didn't, it. No, I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even get into this part. Like, yeah. just rugby. Rugby and like, it was rugby. always pushed. Yeah. We yeah. all played league. To be honest, last year was a league school. Yeah. We all played So they league. took it away from them. Yeah, but all our <laughs> best players came from league. Yeah. Like um, Ty Savile. Ty Savile, yeah. Um, Jeff Lima. Jeff Lima, Lizzie yeah. Vanicolo. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, these dudes were all league players and then ended up being pretty good in rugby too. But I think, um, <laughs> here's something, you want systemic racism? Um, why do we push all our polys down this pathway, bro? Like, mm. as, a, as a professional sports person, when I look at my options, do I want to play for a 10-year window? Maybe, if I make it that far. Um, and my body will be broken after that. Mm. Yeah, but hey, we run we run through walls for the cause, right? Like wow. for the black jersey, because mm. so, we're so proud of it, right? 
Um, we only got here 50 years ago, bro. So I just don't know. Uh, <laughs> about 60, 70 years. Okay, 70 years. I'm, I'm being thing. But I, I just want to give kids a different option. Love it. Hey, because like league was the easiest option for me. Um, my parents were like, go, go play league, go play rugby because it's free. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you yeah, don't yeah, have to yeah. pay the fees, money. The fees are cheaper. The fees dude. are cheaper, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, nah, man, I, I want to give our kids more options. Our kids are different anyway. Um, they, bro, you expect them to tackle someone these days. Like, mm. half our kids, bro, they've never even had a physical yeah. confrontation. Like, they yeah, yeah. can't even talk to their friends properly. They can only talk to a that's screen. Um, we've definitely raised them softer. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Soft mm. is not a good. Soft is not a bad thing whatsoever. Soft is actually a nice thing. It's bloody. It's great to be soft because you're malleable. You're mm. you're more encompassing. Um, so never feel bad about being a soft person. Uh, redefine who we are. And and yeah, it's not just rugby players, man. We're not just battering rams, like you know, because you got to think about, <coughs> you know, in the '90s they gave us a lot of creatine. They gave us a lot of. Um, they pumped our bodies up and stuff like that. Man, I can see some of my friends now. I can see the outcomes for it. Like, you know, I can see how broken they are. I can see their bodies. Um, I can see the alcohol um, culture that was put on, you know, um, their drinking culture. Um, so for me, I think basketball, um, again, is just, it's an option. It's my, it's my gift to try and give. So for your son, bro, I love that he's at the Saints and I love that he's learning fundamental basketball skills because that wasn't taught to us. Mm. We weren't taught the, the most important part, which was the training. Because mm. basketball, you just not, it's not like rugby where you just jump on field and you're good. Um, you gotta, you've got to have a fundamental skill base. If you, without that fundamental skill base, you're not going to enjoy the game so much. Mm. Um, and it's way more fun when you're playing that way. So, thank, bro, thanks for taking your kid there. <laughs> thanks for putting them in our clubs. Um, yeah. That just, you know, that makes me want more. Like, you know, yeah. I want... I want to do more and make more clubs yeah, and make them yeah. bigger and put more Patrick Isakos and, and get more like Jared Parsons who are in Odu, Shinobi Pandas. Mm. We've got all these clubs and we're going to just keep Love it. Yeah, man. safe spaces, right? That's and mean. So, yeah. Also. Not only just that, man, just um, also the work you do with Leva, Kiwi Daddies, giving back to our men and trying to empower them and, you know, um, sort of being countercultural to what's happening right now because well, re you're redefining like or you're helping redefine and helping other men unlock their potential and you know we mm. want to that's what um, these conversations are all about mm. for us to really take charge and move forward and and I've been empowered also um, so just appreciate you thank you for your time thank yeah. you for the work you do um, much love and just hopefully continue to look after yourself because you know it's a it can you know, there's a lot of weight in the, and um, you've said it yourself, like when, when we're not looking after ourselves <coughs> or for not filling our own cup, man, we're just going to be running on empty. And, and so shout out to the work you do, brother. Keep me forward. Yeah. Awesome. Just likewise, PJ, thank you so much for coming in to the podcast tonight. Also just, yeah, just really rich tonight. A lot of gold nuggets. I love the, just the truth of the, the, the courage and the boldness yeah. to speak truth to um, Uso. And so, yeah, just like just like Charles, my son, he's part of the Saints as well. So him and Obi, shout out to Obi. <laughs> um, yeah, shout so they're part of the Saints, Saints Margaret Saints. So he loves B, he, lo he loves ball. He loves ball, and you're right, you're absolutely right, in terms of different options. Doesn't like rugby, doesn't like league. He loves football, which is soccer and basketball. And so, that's hence why the pictures, the paintings out here of football and basketball. And oh so, man, but we can, we can never do this rugby, man. Like it, it gave yeah, us, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. you know uh, what I mean? Like for real, like that gave us that was our meal ticket half yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, like that was our uh, real, that was our hope. Like you know what I mean? Like to make the black jersey and to see all our Polynesian men who have been out there and been 
smashing through yeah, yeah, each yeah. other, bro. Smashing each other. Yeah. Years for the name yeah, of yeah. what? Like for professional sports, for the glory. You know what I mean? Like all those things. Um, but hey, shout out to you dudes. Like for real. Like, um, <laughs> like hey, like I, uh, we were having a conversation before. I'm always inspired by Los Angeles because I know where we come from. Like, you yeah. know, I know where we come from. And yeah, yeah, there's the old perception of South Auckland. That's real, bro. Like there's trauma there. There's, there's pain there. Um, we walk through it and we all come out. And man, just to be functioning and doing the things that you guys are doing, that's why I come here. I, like people ask me to be on podcasts a few times. Not all the time. I'm trying to sound like I'm popular. <laughs> but I, I just don't do it because like half the time, why? Like, you know, I was like, why, why? But I know why you guys do this. And um, because I've been following a bit. So you guys keep giving people yeah. voices, bro, and keep inspiring because the more you get people, like the more you put it out, right? Regardless if it's from me or for anyone else, the more voices you put out, again, you, we create a balance. Yeah. Create a, you counterbalance to the, yeah. to the negativity. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Shot awesome. Awesome. But hey, also, hey, thank you so much for your time once again. Usually, everyone that comes on, we always give them a bit of a gift, um, BJ. And so, hey, this is for you also from the Mandate team. <laughs> Sketch a caricature of you. Oh, <laughs> Who's Drew? Who drew this? Bro, it's me, man. We was, oh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say it was me, but I don't want to take credit. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it. Oh, really hey, that's for you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for your time, man, bro. But hey, is there, is there anyone out there in particular you think they would be ideal to come on that you know that hey, they, they have some, some rule? Have you talked to talks? I, no. I, I might get the hold of them. Talk to talk. Hey, talk to talk of Yes, for Jackson. Talk to talk of Fale. That man. Get him to put you on my head. Headlock. Don't be mean. No, no. Talk to talk. Okay, no, we'll, oh, we'll cool. do so. But talk nah, man. Ah, man, I appreciate this. Nah, I appreciate oh, this. Cool. I like awesome. it. So, awesome. That's cool. Thank you. No, oh, thank you. And just, uh, Charles, you wanna. Give our, our, our guest the, the last. Oh, yeah. Also, any final words for our brothers? Of course. Refine, unlock, and take charge, crew. Hello, Malosefua. Malosefua. Woohoo! DJ. Mandate.